<laughs> What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Jester954, back with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron, Junkle Van Damme Mueller. It is I, I am he, and we are here. We're here, back with another episode of Nerds, the podcast. How are you doing this week, Aaron? I'm all right. I'm stressed. How are you doing? I'm good. Hey, we all right. <laughs> doing all right. Same shit. We went on a date last night. Went to the movies. We did. Yeah, we did. We went and saw the Eternals. So we will be reviewing Eternals tonight. We didn't talk about it, but I guess we'll do like spoiler-free talk and then spoiler discussion. We might yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. We'll just rate it. There's... We'll rate it ahead of the spoiler discussion so that if, if it's our esteemed rating that you're waiting for to go see this movie yeah you'll get um, it it's the number one movie right now but then again it's like this thing i heard one time somebody saying when they're like the number one movie on netflix it's like is it because it's the number one movie i think i might have said this before um or is it just because there's nothing else yeah well like, it's it's especially when they do it in like uh when they do it in like I don't know what's a shitty month like April. That's what I'm thinking. It's like yeah, an April a- release. The, the number one release on April 13th yeah. ever. Number yeah, one for three weeks running. It's like yeah, no one goes to the movies during this time, and there's no <laughs> movies coming out. People like studios dump movies at certain times of the year. They just dump them out to get what they can, and they know if nothing else is coming out, they're at least going to get some, you know, some extra yeah. money out of the deal. So that's yeah. But yeah, and like, uh, fuck, it just blanked. Spoilers for the review, but it was better than I thought it was going to be, honestly. So. Yeah, I will say that, and it was it was better than I thought, and it was uh, it was it was didn't feel like just another Marvel movie, but we'll save that for the review. Um, fuck, was I going to say about movies? Oh, the one thing that pissed me off: how is Halloween Kills? <laughs> slagging at the box office with 123 million dollars or some shit there just must have been nothing i don't know you know, man, why? You know what i'm gonna do evil dies tonight <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess sure uh i mean sure it was michael myers coming back i think they've i mean i really really loved michael myers and i really like thought there was no cooler horror film villain like even though nightmare on elm street one i technically put it over halloween 79 but halloween 79 is i think miles better yeah i think uh elm street movies are have more flair they have more personality there's a lot more going on but man yeah michael myers really is the best slasher villain because i don't consider freddy a slasher he's like a supernatural being you know yeah, he's a he's a monster he is i don't really want to call him a monster either he's his own kind of shit yeah nobody else breaks the fourth wall like he does he's definitely in the slasher genre but i feel like he ascends a bit out of that because they're they're more fantastical movies where slashers have a grounding in like a feel of real life right like you can get attacked mm. by a machete you're rarely going to get attacked by a guy who has finger claws you know finger yeah. knives which maybe someone will do it you know at some point but right now yeah I and i mean exceedingly they rare. really just fucked him up dude like they just fucked that character well, up and the funny thing is i was thinking back to 2018 uh halloween and i was thinking what i liked about it and i, I think i mentioned this in my review is uh or in our, our reviews i like that they brought it back to like more reality he's just a guy killing people it's not something more 
doesn't need to be more, mm-hmm. you know? And then well, this, not anymore. Now yeah. we know he can he Absorb can regenerate and powers. revive now. He absorbs the energy of the people he kills or whatever now. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. I, I I liked that twenty eighteen Halloween because it also got rid of the, you know, Lori is Michael's sister and all this stuff. And it was just that he saw her because she was at the house he used to live in or whatever, you know, or nearby. And yeah. he just wanted to kill people. And so he was mo- making his way through town because, you know, it does feel like there is some fascination. Making my way around town. If I could fall into the sky, <laughs> do you think time would pass me? No, motherfucker. I feel like you would die and probably all of us would be dying, right? Like, If gravity reversed itself. Yeah. We would all be, pretty be terrifying. dead. Um. She's yeah. got some. I think I mentioned this the other day, but one of the episodes we were on, um, or we did, she uh, she's got some funny bangs now. I saw like a Vice episode about making that song. Um, remember, I this? told you I uh, Vanessa Carlton, the singer of that song. Uh, oh, okay. I watched one on Papa Roach. <laughs> they have a making of the song. Like it's a mini doc that they do. They're like ten minutes generally, or twenty minutes. And they go into the creation of a song that def- defines someone, you know, a, a career of an artist, right? That or mm-hmm. will launch their career. And so the Papa Roach one was funny because it was about a guy that that dude knew who was definitely going to die from drug overdose. Like he was like, I felt like he was trying to kill himself, basically. And that guy's alive. They go visit him. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit. Uh, I remember when I'd I want a that- cut of that. Dude. Yeah. Let me get a cut of that song. Oh, dude. And he has the. Have you seen the Papa Roach guy now? He Oh yeah, dude. He's doing the thing where he's like he's peacocking now. He has that hair that sticks straight up. Yeah. It's so bad. He looks very I mean, yeah. He's I guess, man, that's just that's their job to be rock star buddies. And he's just like a walking can of monster energy. He is. He is so weird that like he has a hole of them. He is a hole in drywall given life. He's like (laughs) Pinocchio in that way. Yeah, like that that look, I mean, I I was always I guess I was more like pure metal guy and like heavier like metal dude, so I I was pure about the music, like I loved the music and shit, and I was never really into like the image, but like people who look like he, he's a hard rock guy, even though you know he'll do like devil horns with the tongue out, wow, I'm fucking heavy metal. Shut the fuck up. You're like a yeah. puss ass rock dude. But like that look with him, and even a huge ambassador for heavy metal and really heavy shit, Jose Mangan. Who's that? Man, it's crazy. You don't know who he is. Jose Mangan is basically I would uh, a journalist, I guess. He's like a VJ journalist, DJ, like like radio personality who's been <clears throat> in the industry for probably twenty years now, and he's like a big voice in like the heavy metal and hard rock community, and um. He's just, it's weird. He's one of these people that you see like bands think, and it's like, what the fuck did this fucking nerd do for you? <laughs> but I guess played the song on the airwaves or whatever. And um, he's a very big deal in the community of the networks of heavier music and stuff. And he's a big deal on Sirius and shit. Um, so I'm not taking away his credentials in the industry and what he's done for heavy music, but he's a, utter embarrassment to look at like another one of these dudes who will do like the peacock mohawk shit with like the the 
spike studded bracelets hold with the with the metal horns and like fuck yeah dude like it's just really embarrassing you know who that is it's the fucking guy that uh what's that guy's name that did castlevania and uh i was just about to say it's adi shankar yeah where Um, you're like fuck i love what you do but god you embarrass me to be a fan you're (laughs) insufferable i was actually listening to i forgot the name of the podcast um and they were interviewing him I think it was kind of funny. And if not, it was like an IGN thing. And they were interviewing him about his new thing. Have you seen his new thing? I haven't seen it, but I hear it's the way they described it was very cool. And it sounds like something right up your alley. Apparently every seven seconds is a different medium. So one second you're watching, it's like live action. The next second it's eight bit sprites. The next section it's anime. The next thing it's regular cartoon. The next it's CGI. The way he described it is every cup. It's like some superhero story, basically some like invincible shit. Look up Adi Shankar's new project. And apparently it's supposed to be this incredible groundbreaking shit. And he's on there being interviewed. Wait, what's now, it called? The, I don't know. Just uh, look up Adi Shankar. It's like his it's like his his brainchild project, his like masterwork or whatever. It's like this thing he's doing. And it's so genius. And he's such a fucking visionary for it and like the way he said it is it's literally changing mediums every couple of seconds i don't know what the fuck that could mean because that would be an aneurysm but they were describing it as as seven seconds of live action seven seconds of sprite based content seven seconds of of animation and it's just changing fluidly all the time but it's coherent and it's you're just watching one thing that's constantly changing uh whatever but they have him on and i guess they're I'm, I'm listening to it but i guess it had a video and i guess he's in his house and look i'm not knocking the guy but i'm about to knock the guy so i'm hating it's okay just being a hater right now i'm not hating but any whatever he's got you know also apparently he got into the industry when he was very young i think he was like in his 20s yeah what was yeah. his big break the he did all those um Hold on. So wait. he did some kind of big movie or something. He did. So, the dude- uh, so in, uh, in I'm trying to see the years. Oh, he did the Punisher, Dirty Laundry. That was the one. He did okay, the Punisher, uh, like a short film that blew him up. That's the one that he brought Thomas Jane back the, from the 2004 okay. Punisher with. Did uh, he do the Power Rangers? He did. Yeah. He did the Dark Power Rangers also. Okay. Yeah. He so, did the Venom one. That's good. Uh, he yeah. Did. The dude is definitely crazy talented. Really. So he is. has Not what he calls lie. his bootleg universe where he does all those like bootleg things. Yeah. Um, and but he, he did um, The Gray with fucking uh, Liam Neeson's. With Liam Neeson's. But he's just executive producer. So it looks like film wise, he produced a bunch of shit. And then. Uh, he did, you know, all the bootleg shit, which I, I don't know if he's directing or doing what, but then he's executive producing and show running a bunch of shit for Netflix now. But I don't see what you're talking about. There's nothing uh, else that he did recently. It goes Castlevania, and then next is Assassin's Creed uh, that he's doing for Netflix. Um, oh, I don't know what he's doing it for, actually. Uh, he's doing a Blood Dragon show for Netflix. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. He's getting to do like all video games. He he, he, he paired up with Ubisoft and he's doing a what it's going to be is it's going to be a a Ubisoft multiverse series 
called something Blood Dragon, and they're, he's going to get to just play with all Ubisoft properties. Well, then he's doing a Netflix show for Devil May Cry, which is going to tie into Castlevania, apparently. And he's yeah, doing it's gonna Hyper be, Light Well, Drifter. no, it's going to be... It's going to be like Devil May Cry three, basically, and it'll have like a nod. I don't know if it's going to tie directly, but you know how in Castlevania, they well, have I think the it's in the same universe, is what it is. It's like later in what I don't know, something like that. But he's doing Hyper Light Drifter, which I didn't know they were making a show of that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then he's doing a PUBG show of all things. Like what? Are you Guardians doing? of Justice is what it's called. What? His show he's working on. Oh. It's a superhero satire called Guardians of Justice for Netflix. And it's, it's going to be some kind of... It sounds like Invincible. It's going to be some kind of like new take on a superhero story where I'm assuming just like you know we we're seeing in movies now and shows now like The Boys, everyone's making evil Supermans now. And like, yeah, oh, yeah. the person you think is... You know, they're basically taking the the quintessential kind of uh, white savior Superman Christ figure and making him the bad guy and then having ragtag heroes from the from images you're not really used to seeing so um, I'm assuming that's what he's going to do but then again he is pretty visionary but uh, he was on this interview and they were like they're like whoa man what is that behind you is that a whoa is that a, a Power Ranger helmet and he's like oh yeah this is this thing that person gave me so like Half the fucking interview is him like showing off the swag in his house, which is cool and all, but it's kind of annoying because mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, yeah. Now at one point they try to get back on track and he's like, wait, wait, look at this. Look at this sealed earthbound with the scratch and sniff Snickers. Oh, and it's God. like, okay, dog, I get it, dog. Yeah, you're but, a nerd. Um, we got it. But the thing is that like he's doing the interview and also you have the access to these people who are gifting you these things. Still not trying to hate. Yes, slay, live your life, <laughs> whatever, bro. I got you. You're good. Um, and uh, he's talking about his show and like, God, man, I get it, man. Artists do. I don't know. Artists for over time, but we've all like people have seen like artists are usually tortured or like have some kind of thing. And, you know, I mean. I'll say the truth. When I used to write music and shit and stuff, it it does kind of it does come from a place a lot of times where you're like deep in thought and shit. And I used to say the same type of shit. Oh, I'm so tortured. That's how I come up with my art and whatever. And I do feel that way. I do feel like a lot of my art is fucking. My I'm probably the biggest fan of my fucking writing because no one else fucking likes it, but I do. And I used to think the same way. But like hearing this guy talk about himself is so bizarre and it's just so i want to give him the credit because his work is so good but he's like at one point he's talking about the show right and he's like you know how they're saying like oh it changes mediums i wonder if he's even going to be able to really make this fucking show because if he's saying he's going to be changing mediums every few seconds how the fuck are you going to do this i don't know um but he's like uh well, if you if if you were able to look into my mind, that's how I think. I'm just so visionary Oof. and crazy that like my mind is like that. And it's like, dude, if you have the gall to fucking say shit like that, yeah. I want to slap you. You're none of those because things. It's, it's really pretentious and weird. Like, you know, like as a child, I was always just so dark. I was really dark and like brooding and like the darkest things in the world were, were my comfort. <laughs> and like, I get it because I can kind of see that. Like I the can dark feel I, like light to me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like I get it, dude. Cause I, I, I feel you. It's, it's, 
It's, you have know, I guess, a bit of edgelord in you, right? Like you have that in your heart. I'm definitely edgelord all day. I, I was the same way. I used to walk around wearing corpse paint. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I used to wear eyeliner every now and then. Like, yeah, I've had the edgelord. Go read my lyrics. Dude, if you dude, look up you... Adi Shankar on Google, it's really funny because you get fucking a picture of him with like dripping eyeliner on. Yeah, dude. Uh and I don't know, I just, I guess as somebody who went through, um, like, who's lived, like, and had, like, you know, depression and shit and, like, the whole, like, oh, darkness shit, I never walked around fucking, like, whoa, look at how dark I am, even though it may seem like I'm, oh, you were edgelord, yeah, but, like, to see somebody to have the audacity to be like, it's just, like, if you look in my mind, I'm just, like, so deep if you and I'm so esoteric. Mind. If you look, if you could see in my head, you'd go crazy, honestly. Yeah, that's like he was, I, he might have even said that too. Like, I'm just like the the line of insanity that's with brilliance, you know? And it's like, dude, you, I fucking hate people like that. Yeah. Because I always would at least have a sense of, no matter how smart or creative I thought I ever was, I always had the humility to think and at least be decent about it because like no one likes to show off. I don't give a fuck how pretty you are. No one likes a pretty girl who acts like she's fucking hot shit. Like, yo, but Adi Shankar got a beautiful head of fucking hair on him, dude. Like, cause he flat irons it, dog. Yeah, that's true. Um, but like, look at me knocking him down. Yeah, slay. I got you. Live your best <laughs> life. But it was just frustrating to hear that, like, cause it's like, and also like when people start throwing like the suicide depression card around, like I never went around like touting my depression or if and whatever like i don't even like bringing it up because i feel like it's a shitty card to throw around like i was gonna kill myself and then i channeled my art and that's why it's so dark it's like fuck you I dude channel like, that darkness into my art now okay yeah so it's like it's it definitely is like that same thing as like the the rock guy the 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 jose mang and the 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 jacoby shaddix dog he made that name up he sat there and was like, that's it. That's going to be my... Unless that's Wait, his real Jacobi name. who's Jacoby Shaddix? Is that I, Papa Roach? Unless that, that's Papa Roach. Oh, God. He had to make that name up. Because if it's his <laughs> real name, fine. But I don't know if it's his real name. So I'm not... I know I'm being real negative and haterish. It's just like when when I see that level of like... Kind of like conceited or... Especially when you've become so successful to be such a fucking douche about it. Is like, I guess it's, it's just, just weird with Jacoby Shaddix because he literally just made his hair into Bart Simpson hair, and it just gets longer every time you see him. It just goes a little like an inch higher, and you're like, dude, yeah. nobody's well, he, impressed. What he did also, I mean, was is he was like super using addict, and then he got sober, and he did the thing that when some people do when they get sober, they go super bright. Oh Mr. yeah, Mr. Brightside mm -hmm. now. So a lot of people like I'm sober now, and life is like so much brighter. Like it fucking feels great to see the sun in the morning, and like, dude, you know, fuck yeah, man. In that, I'm working out now. I eat tuna. In that like, fucking vice thing, he's doing that Adi Shankar shit though. He's like, yeah, like oh, I forget how he was saying it, but it's like about his dark place. Well, but it's about like his his writing. Like I just write from my dark past, dude. Okay. If you live my life, you'd be fucked up, dude. If I didn't have music, I'd be like fucking dead. And it's like, all right, dude. <laughs> and there, so uh, the dude from the used, uh, Bert McCracken or whatever, he, yeah, uh, I saw an inter interview with him, 
it was uh fuck it was like one of those watch people watch your music videos type things or your songs right like not the okay. kids one but you know you know what i'm talking about right where they watch they watch people reacting to their music and someone said something about him like hitting a note in the song and he's like yeah and people say i can't hit these notes anymore if anything i can go higher now and i'm like no you can't you're old dude just <laughs> just stop just be yeah. like yeah i'm fucking old dude like it's it's hard yeah I have well to that's work different harder. that's that's somebody knocking his craft so he's probably trying to be like i, I can still lift i can still lift those weights yeah but i, I, I saw them live and he couldn't hit the note live in 2000 <laughs> like yeah it's one of those notes that you hear on a you know a cd and at the time it was a cd that i was like there's no human voice that can do that like over and over again but then i just watched yeah. coheed videos from fucking their ss neverender cruise and my dog still sounds good dude yeah man. claudio's fucking his voice is so good yeah his voice is very good but yeah shaddix oh, yeah. J- jacoby shaddix i think that's his real name which if your last name is Shaddix, bro, you have to be in a band. Like, that's it. Or a wrestler, right? I'm Jacoby Maybe. Shaddix. And then you, like, have, like, your own fucking new suck it thing that you do. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was just a little frustrating because it's, like, his stuff is good. But, like, it's just, an- I don't know, it's annoying. Like, you're successful. Like, be be humble. It's it's, it's annoying. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I forgot another example, but I forgot it. But I mean, I guess the guy wants to live his life and he wants to be a, a character. You know what I mean? If I was given too much attention at one point in my life, I probably would have been super embarrassing as well. I mean, I've been super embarrassing when, with not much attention in my life. So well, I just think of like being, he's 45 right now because I'm looking at his. Wiki. Damn, he doesn't look it, dude. What do you think he looks? Old? Who? Jacoby Shaddix. Addy Shankar? Oh, no. no, no. Jacoby Shaddix looks it. I thought yeah. you meant Addy Shankar. No, Addy Shankar's 36. And he, yeah, he looks Yeah, fine. he's my age. Jesus. But, like, Jacoby Shaddix is 45 running around with that hair. Like, being like, yeah. I'm in a rock band, dead. And you're like, <laughs> you're 45 yeah, like, years old, sir. Yeah, that's their job. Oh, though. That's the thing help. is they, they become rock guy. Yeah, I mean, look at, I mean, Mick Jagger didn't, like, that's like so the the really old version is the other dude. What's that guy's name from Rolling Stones? Um, the one that Keith Richards. Keith Richards. But the thing is, the... though, the Rolling Stones were sixty in nineteen sixty, bro. They've always been old. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking super old. But you know, they don't look like they're not. I mean, Keith Richards does, but like, what's his name? Mick Jagger just looks old. Like, and he's just old. It's whatever. Yeah. He's not like, and like spiking his hair and getting new tattoos. Yeah, so like, I mean. Aerosmith, Steve Tyler's a basket case. <laughs> Steve but, Tyler I mean, turned into Liv Tyler. <laughs> yeah, he looks and insane. Like, um, but see, you know who did it well is like Incubus. They grew up early. Yeah, and in dude, their thirties, they grew up. He, uh, the singer of Incubus, looks a little haggard now, and he was so handsome before. But mm-hmm. he's one of those guys that has that angular face that doesn't age that great. You know what I mean? It's great until. Yeah. You start to age a bit, and then it looks kind of creepy. Yeah, like, but Incubus matured a bit. I think Deftones did a decent job, but Deftones was always kind of chill. It's really yeah, just Chino because yeah. the rest of them are pretty sloppy looking. But like, um, yeah, and well, Chino, Chino goes up and down in weight and in the way he looks. Right, like he looks kind of crazy, and then looks really cool, and then I don't know. He always had a goatee, which is always a bad choice. IMO, but. <laughs> yeah, the goatee's a a bit of a 
a statement. Yeah, it's a statement. And it's not a good statement. <laughs> it looks good on him, though. He rocks the goatee pretty decently. Please, by the way, because I said sir earlier, please tell the story of the guy trying to fight you at your job. And then we'll go into oh, week. Well, God. let's go into our weeks. How about that? Yeah, sure. Been- <laughs> You're up. <laughs> Um, no, okay, so I'll get to my week after this story then. No, it wasn't that crazy. It was just some fucking dude tried to fight me. Some fucking Frenchman comes up and tries to fight me at my job. Um, simple, dog. I'm just, I'm not an asshole, but I guess some people have told me maybe I am. I don't mean to be, but if you ask me a stupid question, I'm going to answer you. Like, I'm going to answer your fucking stupid question. (laughs) And... The guy comes up to me with like, I don't know, man, a loaf of bread or some shit. And I'm standing by a register because there's a register by my coffee bar. And he's like, oh, do I, can I pay for this here? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I mean, can I pay for this here or or over there? And he points to all the other registers. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, man, you can pay wherever you want. It's whatever. And he goes to take a step away, but then he takes a step in and he goes, and don't ever look at me like that again. And I go, what? I didn't look at you any kind of way. And he does like the Thor Cersei meme or, or Khaleesi meme where he's like, like squints his eyes and makes a little face. And he like nods. He goes, yeah, you did. And I was like, (laughs) dude, I didn't look at you anyway. No, I didn't. And he's like, yeah, you did. And he goes, uh, you can look at you can look at me like that outside. You want to go outside? And I was like, I can't do that, sir. I'm working. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm at work, dude. Like, what do you mean? Let's go outside. Like, the, you're gonna and, lose your job to fight some dude because he thinks you looked at him wrong. That's the thing. I mean, that I'm I, like, I kind of did because I kind of did say it like, yeah, man. Like, like I kind of did look at him and like I, I kind of did maybe shake my head like, yeah. The registers, you fucking dipshit. You can pay for it wherever you want. Like, you don't like when you go to the grocery store and you go to the the meat counter and you order and you say, "Hey, let me get a pound of ground beef." You don't have to pay for it at the meat counter. Whatever you and it's a it's a giant grocery store, so like you can you you don't have to specialty pay. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's not from around here. Maybe he doesn't know how grocery stores work. I doubt it. Yeah, but and if you're gonna you ask rude, me a but dumb at question. this point, it's like, why even try? Like, are you gonna fight every person who's ever rude to you? You're in fucking Florida, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. And I'm not being that rude. I'm just being a little, maybe a little condescending, maybe a little smartass. Yeah. But guess what, dude? You asked a stupid question, and I gave you a little snark. Don't That's ever the thing, look though. at me like that again. It's like, what if I never see you again? What, like? Yeah. <laughs> and th- I mean, that's the thing is, you never know who you're talking about or what day they're having because if I wasn't there. That guy probably would have tried to fight me, which is fine. It's okay. Do I want to do? Do I want to fight you? No. But if you're gonna attack me in public, am I gonna defend myself? Yes. But I don't like. I just. It's frustrating because it's like, dude, bugger off, bro. Yeah. I don't know you. And like, uh, then he walks off and he goes to like buy the drinks and shit. And he's just pacing back and forth, like staring at me, and I'm just looking at him because like, I'm not aggressive and I'm not like tough guy and I'm not macho dude. Like you could literally, I could literally, I've been out before where someone's like, move and I'll move. <laughs> I don't need to prove myself to somebody. Get out of my way, you know, F-bomb. 
Whatever, dude. I do not care. I don't care. But for some reason, if somebody starts fucking with me in certain contexts or is like looking at me, I would, I'll just look at you. Like, if somebody says something stupid to me, I'll like speak to them. It's different when you're out and it's like midnight and everyone's fucked up and drunk and you're downtown. Then I pretty much kind of keep it cool. But other than that, like in normal sober life or regular day to day shit, like, People say stupid shit to me. I will talk back to them. Um, so yeah, the difference pretty much is is like if it's one in the morning and you're by uh, downtown and by a bunch of bars and everybody's fucking wasted, maybe don't mouth off to the two hundred and fifty pound six foot four guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he kept staring at me, and I'm just looking at him like, what is, what are you going to assault me? Like, what is it with people threatening assault? You know what I mean? All yeah, the time, like yeah. you're really gonna catch a case, like, like this example is kind of stupid, but, and I get the sentiment, and it's not real. This person wasn't really saying it, but like, um, so I'm on the phone with my girlfriend, and, uh, whatever. I used to, I used to work with my girlfriend, so I'll tell everybody a little, this little secret about my shit. I used to work at the same place as my girlfriend, but I noticed and I realized that I liked her. And I wanted to date her. So I went and got another job. So I was like, you know what? Before I even attempt this shit and try to get at this chick, I'm going to go look for a better job and get the fuck out of here just so I'm not shitting where I sleep. It's just interesting, so I'm not- though, because you've been fucking me the whole time we've been doing the podcast. <laughs> and when Keith was our boss, you was flagrant, bro. You didn't even care. You would look so, him in the but- eyes while you did it, bro. <laughs> but yeah, so... So I left that old job and then hollered at this girl and then now she's my girlfriend. Um, but like I was on the phone with her and then I, I guess, you know, people eventually found out, oh my God, you're just, uh, and then somebody was like, uh, yeah, is she treating you well or whatever? Does she treat respect or whatever? Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. He's like, the fuck uh, yeah. Uh, just make sure to tell him that if he's not treating you right, uh, that you're going to let me know. And I'm thinking, what are you going to do, dude? Yeah, what who's, then? Who, who doesn't have anything to do with my girlfriend other than your work acquaintance? You're going to come find me and physically assault me if you think I'm not being nice enough to this chick who's not fucking you? You know what I mean? Or yeah, I guess yeah. this girl who's not nice to you? Like, you're going to you're gonna go beat up. So what are you going to go around beating up? Every, there's a lot of people out there in shitty relationships. You're going to go beat up every girl's boyfriend? No, you only the girls deem... that he likes because it's just to say, like, yo, I'm here to smash. If this you're, if dude's, you're... like, in his 50s and is married. Yeah, he was still so trying to smash. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But it's, like, it's just frustrating. Like, I, I get the sentiment. But, like, what do you mean, dude? What do you What do you mean... Tell me, uh, let him know that if he doesn't treat you right, you'll tell me. What are you, you are you going to, if I'm, first off, I'm not mean to my girlfriend. I'm actually very nice to my girlfriends. Uh, so get that out of your heads. But like, what is, what is it to you? I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't get No, you're a who, woman hater though. I'm not a woman hater. Why would you say that? You are. You hate women. It's a known fact, dude. It's on your Wikipedia. Why would you, <laughs> why would you say that? Your name is. It's completely not false. Your that name is. Jacoby misogynist. <laughs> he man woman hater. <laughs> no. Um yeah, that's like the frustrating part also is like, you know, if you don't you don't know people, dude. Like it's weird hearing that, hearing like the 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 assumptions of like what I like I worked at that place for a couple of years. So the assumptions and I never dated or hollered at any of the girls there. 
Like this is the first girl to walk in and I was like, Ooh, that one, I'm gonna go for it. And I did. And, um, the, the weird assumptions of people who just do not know who you are, who are now like shocked to be told that I'm a, I'm a nice person. I guess I kind of maybe come off like an asshole. Cause I was telling a coworker recently about the French guy that was trying to fight me. And I was like, dude, the guy like, like, what the fuck, man? I'm nice. And you know what I mean? I have a <laughs> nice face. I'm not like mean. And she was like, no, you don't. And I was like, what? She's like, you look like you don't want anybody to fucking talk to you and you hate your life. And I was like, what? I don't though. I like coming to work and shit. <laughs> and she tells me like, oh, you look like, like you want people to stay the fuck away from you. And even though I may feel that sometimes, it reminded me of what I want to say earlier about Adi Shankar. Um, I don't feel that way. I feel bad that maybe some people think that. I think she was, might have been hating too, though. Um, but yeah, anyways, to get off that tangent. But really, this last thing I wanted to say about the Eddie Shank dark thing and saying how, like, I understand the edgelord shit because your boy was and is will always be a little edgelord. It's okay. I, I understand it. But, like, you know, the whole thing of, like, yeah, I'm so dark and I'm so, oh my God. And, like, I think it's just coming with the oversaturation of like social media and everybody sharing stuff and like, Ooh, Ooh, I see. Oh, I like her eyeliner. So I'm going to do it like that. Oh, I like the way he wears his jacket. I'm going to wear it like that. Everyone's kind of like assimilating into these kind of social cues. And like, you know, like if you, the same way, like, uh, I'll, I'll just say, it's not just girls, but people who are like, really like, Oh, I'm so cute in anime. I'm so, uh, what's the thing? Wakai or whatever? What is it? Oh, uh, otaku, otaku and shit. How it's always the I'm gonna puff my cheeks out, tilt my head, and peace sign. Like everything, like like you'll or or I'm going to puff my cheeks out and push my fingers and twist my hand thing. Like everyone starts to fall into these little like doing the same shit thing. Um, with the whole darkness thing is like the new or one of the new like the new black or the new en vogue shit is I'm so depressed. I want to kill myself. It's yeah. like fashionable. Nihilism is now fashionable and it's always been like dark and brooding and shit. And maybe that's edgelord me kind of been like being kind of hater. Cause like we're older and like, I'm like, bitch, I was like that in the nineties, bitch before that shit was even cool or anything. And now it's like fashionable to, to be like, uh, like I want to die. I hate my life. I'm depressed. So watching Adi Shankar kind of like gloat that on top of his massive success at a ridiculously young age is frustrating. So that's why he frustrates me. And he's a walking monster can. <laughs> yeah, he's he's so cringe, but his art's so good. That's what that's what sucks about it, dog. He's so cringe, but his art is so good. But you know what? If it's that like I'm okay separating art from the artist in those kind of cases, right? There's some cases where it's tough, but that one's easy. It's like, yeah, be cringe, dude. I don't give a fuck. Your fucking shows are good. And as long as they keep being good, I'm here. But yeah. Anyways, um, what else you been up to? Okay, so yeah, sorry about all that bullshit. Um so video games. What did I do that was I I beat Valhalla. I'm done with that. And then I'm looking at my thing now. So I was going to play Uncharted. I was going to play a game series. I was going to play Uncharted. I decided not to. I'm going to save it because I'm a Sony pony and I've never played Uncharted. Mm. I did play Uncharted 1 and got like near the end. Spoilers, I think the end. All those games always end up with some kind of monsters. I think the first one ends up 
actually I won't spoil it, but spoils spoilers. Most all games will always end in some kind of monster. Spoilers, all the Tomb Raiders. By the end of the game, there's some sort of ancient monsters you're fighting. Um, but I didn't play it, uh, so I'm going to save it. I'm going to. I still haven't played the Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin demo two yet, which we should. Yeah, I'm thinking about um, not because it comes out. I think December, maybe. No way. Hold on. Can you find out? No way that soon. Actually, it'll tell me right here. No, it won't. Will it? Uh, June yeah. 4th. No, wait. March 15th. March 15th. Okay. But, um, so yeah, so I decided not to. And then my happy ass decided to play, to download Batman Arkham Knight again because I have all the DLC for that game and there's a massive amount of DLC for that game. Batman Arkham Knight is so fucking good still. It's 2015 game. Graphics are still still top notch bro they let you zoom into the bat suit and there's so many of them you could zoom in hella close and it's the graphics are so nuts you see the water beating off his suit in the rain what it's, were you wearing a dlc suit when uh you were streaming the oh other i was night? wearing a batman beyond suit okay that's what yeah, i thought it, it looked like a cool version of the like a realistic version of the batman beyond suit because Batman Beyond suit didn't never make sense really because it's just like he would be wearing a black leotard <laughs> with yeah. somehow a mouth that you can cut out because like how would you have a mouth that moved you would just have loose fabric around your mouth at that point right yeah it's dope though dude it's like um it's basically kind of like an Arkham the Arkham Knight's suit because the Arkham Knight is a guy you fight who's like in a suit it's like a military type suit so okay it looks kind of like his a little bit um. I can't say enough about how dope this fucking game is. And I, I haven't played it since 2017 and I had a file that was complete. At least the story was complete and a bunch of the shit, but I, re I figured I'm just going to start from scratch, start at 0%, do everything over again. Um, and maybe go for the platinum. The only problem is the Riddler trophies. There's like 320 something of them scattered around the map. So it's very annoying to find and do them all. But the content is really great. The story is really cool. The graphics are great. The game is awesome. There is a lot of tank stuff. So a lot of the game is actually a combat bazooka tank simulator. Um, I'll skip all like, the, oh my god, it's not like Batman to do that. Whatever. Just, just know that 20% of the game is a, a bazooka tank simulator, which is kind of frustrating. Um, but it's not that bad. Uh, and then the DLC stuff, <clears throat> I really recommend people go. First off, it's on the PlayStation Collection if you have so play it. Pay for the season pass and get it because the season pass has so much content. Tons of multiple characters to play as with their own different content. Robin, Red Hood, Harley, Batgirl, um, at least, oh, Asriel, Nightwing. There's so many fucking characters to play as. So much content. There's a bunch of Batmobile stuff. There's races. They have like the Batman 89 suit and Batmobile. They have the Nolan Bat suit and Batmobile. They have races where they have like, I think they have two or three, I think two Tim Burton's races. So you play as the old Batmobile and you're racing through like Batman and Batman Returns stages. They have Nolan Batman themed stages. Nice. Um, they have like a like a I think maybe three or four maybe five, nineteen sixties Batman stages. Fuck that! Get out of my life with that. That's stupid. I I I never liked, um, what's his name, 
Adam West Batman. I never cared for. Well, it. he's fun in I a goofy way. Um, still there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, I gotta pause it. I don't think you can hear me. Are we still here? Hold on. Okay, we're back. Sorry. Alrighty. Um. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties. It was on my anyways, end apparently because I just left the channel and came back, and you could hear me. So. Yeah. So, um. Anyways, there's a lot of content. There's a lot. Of Batmobile races and stuff, really cool stuff. There's Nolan theme tracks. There's Batman 89 theme tracks. There's Batman 60s themed tracks. Oh, yeah. Then I started talking shit saying I never liked Adam West Batman. Um, but uh, it's a really cool game. I'm going to attempt to go for the Platinum. So that's what I'm playing right now is a lot of Batman. I'll be playing that. I'm really trying to do this whole stick to one game thing. It really bit um, you in the ass on fucking Assassin's Creed, though. <laughs> oh God! You know what's even worse? They just put another new a new update out. Really? Like a new four gig update? Yeah, dude. With new content, new abilities, a new which is very strange, a new spooky festival oh, after Halloween. Weird. With new spooky themed items and gear and shit. I don't know if I really care though. I I really don't think I'm going to be going back anytime soon because it's just it's just too much of that game nah. so i'm gonna be playing a lot of batman for a while uh i i also just noticed as well um i'm gonna probably put spider-man in again this sucks dude i i'm like six trophies that are super easy away from from getting the platinum for spider-man but i think i just want to start from scratch again <laughs> that is probably the dumbest idea yes because that game is huge um the problem is I have to 100% the map, and what's left is a, a bunch of those hard enemy groups, and I need to relearn how to play the game. But I think I might just replay the file I have. I don't think I'm going to restart the whole thing. I, I only need a few. The hardest one that I have to get is um, get 100% in all districts, which just means go beat up the enemies. So I'm going to probably grab that plat before the end of the year. Um, I played Aliens Fireteam again the other day. That game's still good. Actually, I've noticed uh, Brian from the Comics Labs has been playing a ton of it, and he he really likes it. Really? Yeah, he's, he's on got it on what system? He's on PC. Fucking lame. Um, yeah. but yeah. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I still have a ton of shit to play, but I'm not playing it. I'm not playing anything other than fucking Batman right now. I downloaded um, Kingdoms of Amalur, but I don't think I'm going to be playing that. No. Um, I remember that game and being like, man, this game's great. And then I played it again on this version. And, it, you know. I just deleted it yeah, right now. It's... Yeah, it's, um, the, the combat's cool and all, but um, it's just kind of sloggy and stupid. So I'm not going to do that. Um and yeah, that's about it. Right now, I'm just all about Batman. So it's just going to be bat, you know, bat-tastic time right now, trying to learn how to get some of these really uh, intense combo things going. It's going to be rough because I want this platinum, and it's going to be a, a rough ride. But um, and to anybody who, any, if we got any of the watching, jumping in, what's up to y'all? I've been getting some more people tuning into the Twitch and hanging out and talking. Um, it's nice when you put in a game. I was playing this and Batman, and somebody came in who was also going for the plat. Like it's cool when you see somebody who like is literally looking for the game you're playing, and yeah, just wants yeah. to uh, hang out. Like I was playing Remnant from the Ashes the other day, and you know, bless his heart or whatever, this dude helps me, and he's just walking around, one shotting everything. 
And uh, to the point where I got to a boss, I'm like, oh, fuck, cool, what's this boss thing? And the boss hits me, and before I can recover, the guy kills the boss. Damn, yeah. I just yeah, bombed, I saw dude. that. I you like, were like, fuck, how do I kick this guy out? <clears throat> yeah, and uh, I was talking to myself like, man, like this is great and all. He's helping me stuff, but damn, dude, like I'm not going to get to see any of the cool shit. And then I saw the guy like take all his gear off and just start punching stuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, I guess you can hear me. Like, you don't have to do that. It's okay, dude. I didn't mean to be a bitch. Like, I really appreciate it and all, but like. Sometimes you want to enjoy it, but then again, that game's hard as fuck. I should have just let him carry me through it for the trophies. But um, yeah, that's it. That's my week is just that. I mean, there's I always have a million stupid work stories, but I already told one. That's enough. Chaka chaka, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, yeah, chaka chaka. I uh, have been playing Elder Scrolls Online. In fact, New World had me thinking, like, man, I really want to play an MMO, but I don't want to play fucking New World anymore uh because it's not good it's it, it's just meh is what it is you know what i mean yeah um but so i started eso and it's pretty good i remember i played it at uh at, at launch and um i i liked it but i remember i fell off for some reason i think it's because the uh the content is like lateral Everything is uh, your level, no matter what. You know what I mean? So that kind of sucks. Like, you can't go back. What's that noise? I don't know. Okay, okay, it's done. Uh, you can't go back to a place and be, like, strong. You know what I mean? Like, hell yeah, I kill everything now. Or accidentally find a place that's too strong for you other than, like, dungeons. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you like I'm trying I'm... to. No, I'm trying to. Okay, there we go. It was my phone making weird noises that I didn't know control you always like say i gotta mute it. there's a literal switch on the side and it just mutes it's done <laughs> it's literally <laughs> just a, you yesterday at the movies you were like hold on i gotta mute my phone i'm like dog it's oh no you saw when it would still i muted my phone but you if didn't I flip text, the switch bro still, i guess it's literally this i use that every iteration of the iphone that switch just mute. What do you mean switch them? The volume buttons? Above them, there's a little switch. On, on the left side of the phone, flip that down. If you see orange, you're muted. Holy shit. <laughs> I have a... Oh, dude. So here's the deal. I didn't know that my, my OtterBox case had a little toggle in there. Huh. Good to know. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way to do it, bro. Now nothing will come through. Except for the camera. <laughs> yeah. Which, why? I don't know. I mean, mine doesn't make with it. mine doesn't make camera noises, but um I don't even Oh, so I've been playing ESO. Uh I tried the Lost Ark beta that uh like the new Korean ARPG MMO that's been coming out forever got pushed back by amazon because they own the the rights to distribute here i guess it's been out in korea for like three years but it's just coming out here and uh it sucks i played it for like an hour and i was like this is whack i know yeah. a lot of people love it and there's probably going to be people who love it and i i'm glad for them i'm sure it's fine if you like those kind of games i if i like if i'm playing a diablo game i want it to be diablo if i'm playing an mmo i want it to be an mmo i don't think those two should work together okay but um what else? Um, it's been a lot of work. I didn't get to play a lot of video games. Last week we were recorded twice, and then I had like 
stuff to do every night basically so this weekend i did nothing i just played like mmo games like shit i could just turn on and turn my brain off you know um i tried morrowind (laughs) it's on game pass and because i never got to play morrowind right i played Mm -hmm. oblivion but i never played morrowind so i tried it and yeah you, you can't go back it's not uh it's not a good it's not a good play i mean if i'm sure if you have the nostalgia for it right it's like if it's like coming home in that way fine but for me i i died and because i hadn't created a save it didn't reload there was no auto save or anything i just died and it was like remake a, a character and i was like what yeah but um and it also played like straight shit and i realized bethesda has sucked at making games forever <laughs> like they make good oh. worlds yeah, their their games are buggy as shit. They're buggy and look at Skyrim. It's literally left click and that's it. <laughs> or right click, mm-hmm. you know, here and there if you have a spell on that hand or a shield to block, but like and I know that's reductive and that's like a lot of games, but like it's not even strategic. It's not like left click and numbers, you know, and things that you can like combo into. No, it's just left click to swing yeah. your sword and that's it. I don't know. It's it's weird, but um other than that, I've not been doing shit. I've just been working, man. Been really busy, so it's a thing. True. Well the Skyrim thing, I'm like the that new version's gonna come out pretty soon. I um, do not recommend anyone buy it. <laughs> it's the same <laughs> fucking game. They're like, we added a bunch of stuff. No, they took mods from the PC version and put them into the console versions. Yeah. So it's like, how dare you? Um, I don't know. I so I was thinking of it because oh, they put fishing in it. And I started looking up some gameplay. It it looks bad. Like it looks like a ten year old game. So yeah, yeah, it does. I don't know. I just think I'm. I might end up getting fucked. Um. I might end up being dumb enough to just like doing it and just being like, I'm going to go like, I think I might end up just buying it. I'm definitely not paying full price for it, but one day when it's on sale, I'll probably buy it. Or if I'm dumb, I might just go buy it. I, I don't feel like legacy connection to it. Like, Oh, it's the, it's oh I have to support. Cause they already got their money, dude. They've made the game like fucking eight times. Already. Yeah. It's on everything. <clears throat> But the idea of it is just so enthralling. Vast open world, complete character building. But then again, I don't like that much control. I don't like that it's that, like you have that much control. It's too much, too many options. When crafting is that vast, it's, I'd rather you just, like even like like Dark Souls crafting is good enough, or not even crafting, but like I guess blacksmith shit. But like when Dark Souls 2 came out, that was too much. I like to have some kind of limitation, but um, hopefully I'm not dumb enough to buy it. But I might. Sorry, hold on. I thought you were gonna keep talking. I was typing uh, in Discord. No. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I was looking at it. I was like, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> if you see me typing, you gotta talk. <laughs> oh no, I couldn't tell. I, I still, I'm still trying to figure out how shit works. No, I know it's funny. It's just we were both enthralled by Discord. I'm like very dumb. I'm sometimes very dumb with internet shit. Um, 
But yeah, I'm going to try not to buy it, but I probably will, but I, I hope I don't. <clears throat> you but definitely yeah, but... shouldn't. I'd watch I, I really some shouldn't. of the I'd watch some of the fishing to see if it's a mini game cuz like if it's if you just want it for the fun fishing mini game, maybe it's worth it later, right? But like, I don't know. Bro, I fished like twice in Valhalla. Yeah. I think that my real thing is that the fishing in Valhalla 15 was fun and it was the perfect timing where I was really into it and like other games kind of, but I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I'm like really I think I'm tricking myself by saying, oh, man, I'm so into fishing and games. I do like the idea of it, but it takes us to really for it. Uh, like, I did a lot of fishing in Stardew. I got that shit, but I don't know. I'm probably not going to get Skyrim, though, because there's other shit to play. We'll have Elden Blood, Elden Ring soon. Elden Blood. Elden, Elden Blood. Blood. Um, uh, which we will talk some Elden Ring in a moment, be, in a little bit, because the... Uh, all the gameplays coming out from the from the testings. Which, and, by the way, fucking Wasteland, who I think we should ban from the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, Wasteland, you can't come out anymore, dog. You're not allowed to hang out with us because you fucking got a <laughs> you fucking got a code network to, test to code. Play it. Yeah. I'm no, like, that's cool, man. No, that's good for him. Of course I'm happy for him. I'm just unhappy for me. My yeah, answer because he plays on Xbox. That's what I was saying. My answer is because he plays on Xbox, and there ain't nobody playing on fucking Xbox. Because <laughs> don't nobody want an Xbox. Nah, that's the homeboy. Go, that's the homie. Go check him out. Wasteland Batman on Twitch. Uh, with a, the, e, the e in waste is a three, but he might be he might be ch- shifting his name around. We'll see. The, he's <laughs> he's looking at it's it. inside baseball. Yeah, yeah. Just if you're back here, and it's not. This week, <laughs> we might have updated <laughs> our shout outs, is my fear. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, why don't we go ahead and review Eternals? Let's not uh, bury the lead here. We'll, we'll review it. We're 54 minutes in. We already buried yeah, the lead. Yeah, let's do Eternals and then we'll talk some uh, Elden Ring. You there's, know, like, there's no real news. I'll save whatever fucking news till next time. There's not really any news shit going on. Do you know why our weeks take so long? Because if you looked in our minds, dude, it's so dark and twisted. It's hard. I'm just so tormented. <laughs> I'm so tormented. And like, I don't know. I can't even say what I want to say. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to after. even. It's hard to even fathom someone actually having a life that dark and tormented without severe mental illness. Right. Like. Yeah. Well, there's people who live. No, there's people who live lives shitty lives for sure. But shitty lives, yeah. You ain't making Castlevania shows for Netflix and you're dark and tormented. You know what I mean? Like your life is awesome. You're a rich yeah. fucking dude with beautiful hair. <laughs> like you're in Hollywood. You and <laughs> his fashion yeah. souls is Chris Angel. Like he's like, I'm gonna put yes. on my Chris Angel DLC. <laughs> he's like that <sighs> meme, like when your DLC character shows up in the cutscene, everywhere he is, that's what he looks like. Anyways. Yeah, man. Yep. Eternals. Okay, so Eternals. Marvel's Eternals. I went into uh, like a deep yeah. dive last night, kind of going into the history on Wikipedia. And it's interesting because all the things that we were questioning are not in the comics. Like all the things that we were like, why does this, this is kind of a weird choice for what, what we'll get into it in spoilers. Um, but it doesn't really match up. And obviously they're they're shifting some things because they're making a movie, right? And and it's for the movie universe. They have to make things make a sense. But they yeah. They I struggle with these movies because when characters are too strong, I'm like, but like they there's no that no one can fight them. It's like the Superman yeah. problem, right? Of like 
You really can't make a villain that can fight Superman because he's fucking invincible, unless you're made of kryptonite. They need to make Crypto Man who just comes in and is like, my body is kryptonite, and Superman's <laughs> like, fuck, and that's over, the end. But, like, some it's hard to get behind certain characters. Like, that's what we were talking before the movie, because I rewatched Captain Marvel recently, because I've been just rewatching random MCU movies, because I've been, you know, swamped at work, so I just will put one on in the background as background noise or whatever. And, you know, I was eating lunch through part of it, and I was pretty surprised. Like, it was actually... I didn't hate it even when it came out. I thought it was fine. I thought it was an okay movie, and I thought there were some cool parts. But there's the ending where she's just all of a sudden god tier and it's like well you like she flies through a ship flies her body through like a star destroyer and like is fine and just flies in space and does like a smirk right it's like wouldn't Mm -hmm. she just fly through thanos's heart (laughs) like i don't believe the infinity stones make you invincible right like yeah i don't know it's just weird so there's some of that in this but let's go ahead and rate it and then we'll get into spoilers because let's just you know we can do a little spoiler free our feelings and then and yeah our let's rating. rate it and yeah I guess because yeah we'll, we'll we'll rate it and then do maybe a few minutes of just non spoilery but then we're gonna fucking get spoilers. By the way, it doesn't fucking matter. Stick around for the spoilers. It's still a fun movie. Yeah, it, there's nothing really to spoil, and this one yeah. is not very connected to the MCU. They mentioned Thanos, and we've seen it in the trailers. If you've seen the trailers, you hear Salma Hayek say like. Five years ago, Thanos evaporated half the life in the universe or whatever. Uh, eradicated, sorry, evaporated. Well, it kind of evaporated them, whatever. And then these humans brought them back with the snap of a finger, right? So yeah. we know it's in the universe, but I mean, I was look, I was talking to you afterwards. I'm like, this is the same thing that we get with all the solo films where you're like, where the fuck is Iron Man? Obviously, now you can't really say about Iron Man, but like, where's Thor? Where's Captain Marvel? Where's fucking Hulk? Where's anybody? You know what I mean? Like, there are things happening that would have had, because this doesn't all happen in a day. You know, mm-hmm. like in some of them, it's like, okay, it's happening in a day. There's no time, right? Like, they might show up afterwards or just get there in the middle of the fight. That's, you know, that's a different thing. But this is like five days of shit showing up, like monsters and shit, right? Yeah. But anyway, sorry. I keep rambling. Um, Out of 10, I'll give it like an, I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight out of ten. It's like a seven and a half for me. It was okay. good. It was fine. It was a fine movie. I I enjoyed it more than I thought because I I really didn't have any interest from the trailers. Like I was really ambivalent. Damn, to I don't want to be thing. changing my thing. You're kind of right. You're just shy of an eight. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It's it's like a B, a B. Yeah, a C plus or a B minus. You know, it's like it's a fine, it's a yeah, fine movie. I enjoyed it. it, and that's the hard part about a ten scale is like it sounds because of the way we've all conditioned ourselves. Like a seven and a half sounds like, oh man, that's not great. No, it's that's fine. That's a good movie. That's like a f- perfectly fine movie. Everything doesn't have to be a nine or a ten. You know what I mean? That's like reserved for like my favorite shit. You know. So yeah. it's tough. And I give way too many of them out. So I'm trying to be more uh, cognizant of that. Um, but yeah, I think this is slightly above average. Like I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to because I thought this was going to be a nightmare, like a, just a mess. And yeah. because I saw the length and then my lack of like hype, I was like, oh boy, it's it's just weird. I don't know. You know, I thought like, oh, this is going to be really, really bad. But 
it you feel its length at parts, but it kept me entertained the whole time. Yeah. There's some dumb shit. You know, you heard me laugh at some shit. Um, yeah. And with the length, it was two hours and 40 something minutes. But I will say it for me, it didn't feel like it. It went by a little faster than that. It definitely could have been two hours easy. Easy. Yeah. Because there are characters that don't get enough that they justify being in the game. I was in the game, in the movie. Sorry. Uh, you know, like I, I liked Kumail Nanjiani. I think he was funny and his energy was, was good and he's a good actor, you know what I mean? And whatever. But like his character really didn't matter in the end. Mm-hmm. Like really by the end, no spoilers. I'm not going to say why or anything. It's just by the end, I was like, Oh, we could have cut him out completely. All of his lines, yeah. everything of him and nothing would change. Same goes for the speedster girl. Um, Flash girl, whatever. Yeah, even Druig, by the end, it kind of amounts to nothing. And I liked him, and I'm hoping they set up these characters. I didn't dislike any of the characters, per se, but I thought this movie could have benefited with cutting them, right? Because the time would have yeah. been condensed. We would have had more time that wasn't set uh, spent setting them up to like flesh out and let the movie breathe because it has so much to set up that it actually doesn't get uh yeah the the room to breathe right yeah it it's weird how so how much is going on but not much goes on yeah like a big a big deal happens but it's it literally is just like involving these like six people and so it's like a big once again because uh, every movie and every fucking game and every story has to be the end of the world it always has to be that. It's the end of the world. Literally, this time, spoilers, end of the world is going to happen. Oh, we have to save the world from something. Um, but it does feel like it's it's it was oddly, I don't know, even though the, the grand scale, the world was like, oh, no, I don't even know. Did the world even know the world was ending? I don't think so. So it did seem a little bit, I don't know, like not fleshed out enough. Like, it felt like it's such a grandiose thing happening, but, like, it just seemed like it was a Tuesday afternoon. Like, oh, that thing happened. Like, I don't know. Not sure if I'm getting that across right, but I it, did like so, it, though. I, I did enjoy it. There, well, When we get into spoilers, I'll go into a little bit of what uh, held it back for me, um, and I do think you're right in some ways, um, but I think it looked great, and actually all of the perform performances were great. I thought, you know, yeah, personally, there I, wasn't really any shitty, any shitty like characters. I forget the actor who plays Rob Stark in Game of Thrones, but the guy who plays Icarus in this, he was a little wooden, but that was what the role calls for, kind of, because he's like the, yeah, he is the good the soldier. Scout. He's the good soldier, right? Like I follow orders forever, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, Boy Scout buddy. I thought Jon Snow was great. I thought the main, the main woman was really, you know, I don't know, um, Cersei in the Cersei, funny, which is a Game of Thrones character's names, but uh. Uh, no, in, it's not that Marvel character's been named no, no, no. Cersei since way before. I know what I'm saying is there's a character in Game of Thrones named Cersei, and we're talking about Game of Thrones actors in this. So. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, Good call. But she was great. I thought she was. She really handled all the emotional stuff really, really well. And it, the movie did make me feel things. You know, I thought when you know, there's moments where I'm like, "This bitch about to cheat on my dog." Jon Snow's sexy ass. You really gonna <laughs> do this to me? Like, and not only. This is very light spoilers because it's early, early, early on in the movie. But like, he's accepting of like her real shit, and like, 
You really gonna cheat on him with some dude that fucking bailed on you, bro? Come on. Yeah. But it made me feel things. You know, I laughed. I did not cry, obviously, but you know, I, I, it, it, it was. I, I thought it was a well-made film. There are some issues with it, and the length is probably my my biggest issue with it. Yeah, I, I thought it was it was good for a Marvel movie. There's a lot of people saying it felt like a DC movie. I think people are saying that because I don't. It wasn't as bright as a Marvel film, and also, um. It wasn't like grim, but like what I was really happy about was it didn't have that forced, uh, kooky, silly Marvel shit that is in every movie where everybody's quippy and everyone is so funny. And there was a little bit in the beginning when they're fighting in Babylon and you see, uh, the buddy with the strong gauntlets, um, He's fighting um, like a monster and like the monster's like, it's a giant monster. So it's like walking around him. And as he's fighting it, he's like, whoop, whoop, whoa, like Scooby doing under the monster feet. And I was like, please don't, please don't make this another fucking Thor. Like, don't make this another Guardians. Like, everybody doesn't have to have like perfect comedic timing and everybody doesn't always have to be trying to give the perfect sick burn to somebody like it's so annoying like tony stark was such a great marvel character and then by the end of it they're all tony stark and it sucks and i was happy that this movie didn't really have that that much yeah, there's but a little bit it of it, but definitely it, does. it's not every character. Because, like, look at Cersei. She never is quippy. There's a, In the beginning, she's flirty with her boyfriend, right? And they have that a little, little that meet-cute moment, right? Where It's not really a meet-cute, but you know what I mean. Like, they have that moment where we get cute. their... At least a meet-cute. No, meet-cute is, uh, like, a cute scene of people meeting each other in movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's it's the moment where we see the love interests meet each other, basically, and they have their little okay. cute back and forth. Um, but yeah, it's she's like very solemn and you know um, uh, emotional the whole time. Salma Hayek doesn't have any quips. Like you know, it's okay for people to make jokes, right? Like that's real yeah. life. Every person has a sense of humor in some way. Some suck, and you know, some barely do. But you know, whatever. It's the everyone's Iron Man syndrome that kind of the latter MCU movies had uh, that get a little grating, right? It gets a little like, God, not everybody has to sound like yeah. Iron Man. I'm it okay. wasn't even the Avengers. It's every human side character they meet is also very funny. They have that they in this see. with uh, Kumail Nanjiani's character's uh, chauffeur. His manager. Guy, his, his manager. Oh, his um, valet. No, his valet. But that was funny, though. I liked yeah. that one. I liked the va- I thought I would hate the character and like the forced comedy shit, but I thought it was funny. Yeah, you no, know, he was great. Yeah, I did like that character. And they used him the right amount. He's just there and he's excited to be around these like gods basically, you know, and whatever. But like, you know, he's not in every scene like joke, 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 joke. Here's a joke over here. It's like he's, you know, whatever. There's there's a a running gag that goes through and I was with you that there's a moment near the end where I really thought that could have been the best moment for that last joke for him. Yeah. Um, but we'll get there in a minute. Yeah. So. How did, yeah, they, they completely missed the easiest, funniest joke they could have told for him. Yeah. But yeah. All um, right. Even though uh, Cersei, the main 
girl, uh, the main actor. Um, I do feel like other, uh, other than the fact that her character was supposed to be like solemn and shit. Um, I do feel like she was kind of boring and wooden. Like she, her face, facial expressions never changed. She was always kind of just like dry, but maybe that's what she's supposed to be. Cause if you really think about it, she was never, I ne- she was never, I never like b- saw any believable like depth of character, even in the beginning when she's like late for class and, and, um, Game of Thrones buddy and is being cute and he's doing the class. Also, like, why is her boyfriend teaching? I, I don't know. Yeah, it was a weird. I don't know what either of their. I mean, this jobs isn't really are. a spoiler. It's literally like the first scene in the movie. She's a teacher and she's late to teach her class. So her boyfriend. And this is not college. This is like high school kids or some shit. And like tenth grade or something. They're not like well, like it's high school. And she's late to her class, but for some reason her boyfriend is there and he's starting her lesson for her. I think he also teaches at school. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, he's the teacher, I believe. And the kids were visiting the museum to have her cure as the curator, teach a class for them. I believe. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Then, yeah, then I, then I digress. So but I do think that I, I do kind of feel like she was whack. I, I don't know if her character was supposed to be that way. I'm sick of that being an excuse. The character's supposed to be wooden and dry. I don't know, man. Well, no. I, so uh, with Captain Marvel, when people were saying that's because the Kree weren't like, you know, they, I get that. Whatever. She's not human. It's, yeah, but I get it. it is. If you, you have not seen the movie, right? Captain... I probably won't watch that movie. Okay. Well, in the beginning of that movie, she's, She's the one making jokes on the Cree planet because she's a human, so like she doesn't know that, whatever. But she's different in that way. It's like it's weird that in Endgame, which I mean is the end of the world type of fucking movie about you know the fucking half the universe or half the yeah half of everything is gone now. So like it is somber, but like yeah, there are other people making jokes and she's just not, you know. So it's it's just weird that they kind of shift that there. But anyways. Why don't we jump into spoilers? Um, because I want to continue talking, but I don't want to watch what I'm saying anymore. You know? Yeah, sorry guys, spoilers. Uh, but then don't go away because we're gonna do some Elden Ring. Yeah, I don't know. Just flash forward if you hear us talking about anything sounding eternally. Just keep and if going. not, yeah. If and if anything, check a check, motherfuckers. We'll see you next time. Yeah, go just... watch us on Twitch and uh, all the other shit. Nerd podcast on Instagram. Watch us on Twitch slash Nerds the Podcast. But stick around. We're not done. C C C C C C. So, spoilers. Spoiler time. Um, the some of the things that um we were talking about, like so, Kumail's valet. There's a part at the end where Kumail Nanjiani. There's a split within the the Eternals team because they find yeah. out their true. We'll purpose. set up the joke first. Yeah, yeah. So this guy is filming a documentary for him uh, to reveal that he's an Eternal because he is in Bollywood. He's a big Bollywood actor, and he has been pretending that every generation is another person in his family. Like, he's his own grandson slash son slash whatever, right? Yeah. Um, we find out the Eternals are eternal. They're immortal. So they live among humans, and most of them just live quiet lives. But this fucking guy wants to be a movie star, so he just... He's a world famous movie star, but nobody knows he's actually a fucking superhero. 
So he pretends to be a different generation every year, and yeah, that's what that's what Kumail Nanjiani Nanjiani's role is is super arrogant fucking superhero who makes himself a movie star. Yeah, uh, and he has his valet who's filming a documentary about him, right? And so, like every time something crazy is happening or something sad or some moment is happening, he's in the background. And he's like, "Did you get it?" And he's like, "Yes." So, um, and they keep destroying his cameras, but he keeps pulling out new every time you see him he's got a newer smaller camera so first he's just holding like a camcorder somebody smashes it next time he's holding like a like a cannon and then somebody smashes it next time he's got a small dri or whatever the fuck you call yeah, it yeah dslr dslr something like that so every time yeah they keep breaking his cameras but he, then they're like how many cameras did you bring and he's like a lot um so it's very funny that's a, a pretty funny bit that he's continuously filming and getting these really good shots for the documentary of the reveal of the Eternals. So eventually in the film, there's some revelations about their, what their actual purpose is on earth, um, which is to basically help humanity or help the sentient race of whatever planet they're on or race of beings on whatever planet they're on evolve and you know grow to a point that they keep making energy for the eternal that lives in the earth's core to be born every planet the celestial the sorry the celestial in the planet yeah sorry yeah um and so there's a split within the team because cersei loves humans and says i'm not gonna sacrifice him i'm gonna try to stop it and icarus who is the superman of uh this universe is like I'll kill everyone because I'm just uh, I follow orders. Whatever. That's our mission. Yeah. Yeah. So at the very end, Kumail says, "I can't fight any of you. I do, I believe what Icarus is saying is true. Like this is our purpose, and we're we're helping billions of people be born, but you know because the celestials end up creating life, but because they, they create suns, which create galaxies and all this stuff, right? But you know." in order for them to be born a entire planet has to be destroyed so whatever there's a split and camille leaves so at the very end it's cersei and icarus who used to be together uh about to like icarus is potentially about to kill her um and what you said was to the the moment should be that you see kumail's like little finger gun blasts uh show up and then he knocks him down, whatever, and they beat him. And then you hear his uh, valet like, I got it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because there's like a fucking celestial coming out of the ocean at that point. It's fucking crazy. So mm-hmm. um, I will say I liked the look of the celestials a lot. Um, yeah, they're cool. That's old design. Yeah. Yeah. It's an old design. And it's what they actually look like. It's just a cool. Um, it's just a cool thing. I, I enjoyed it. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's there's a lot that I liked. Um, and you know, the things that I was laughing about and that I couldn't get over were like some of the powers didn't make sense because like the way that they described their abilities having come into existence is to fight the deviants, which are these predators that are trying to kill people, right? They're trying to kill humans. They try to kill the sentient life on every planet they go to. Or they yeah, they're just at. monsters. Yeah. And so some of the powers didn't make sense. Like, Cersei's power, she can turn things into other things, right? But not living things. So it's like, what is she going to do against deviants? Well, it doesn't even work on them. It doesn't work on them at all. So, like, what is she going to 
do to yeah, fight like that. she can turn a rock she can touch a rock and turn it to sand or she can she touches a bus at one point and turns it into rose petals but it doesn't work on the deviants yeah eventually it does and they're like wow how'd you do that like and she's like i don't know and it's like oh okay so that wasn't in her initial design yeah to be able to turn I wonder if it's she can't turn living things into other things and she can only turn inanimate stuff. That's what she says. She can't uh, transmute sentient beings, right? Um, The other one is Sprite, that the little kid one. What power? What what does her power? What the fuck could she do? But no, no. I mean, what could she do against deviants? She did it. Confused them. Okay. Created distraction. But like, she's not that strong. Like alone, you would think that the Eternals could be able to kill a single deviant alone. Because remember, in the beginning, they're in, you know, uh, wasn't what's the name of that uh, Mesopotamia? No, what's the tower? Babel, right? Babylon. Tower of Babel. Yeah, Babylon. Sorry, I was trying to. That was the connection I was trying to make. Is Babylon? They're in Babylon, and everyone's you know they're yeah, all the Tower take, of Babel is in Babylon. Yeah, they're all taking count of like got one, got one over here, blah blah, blah like whatever, you know, classic battle stuff. What the fuck is she doing? That's true. Like she, her power isn't really able to kill one. It's not a battle power. Those. Like the speedster was doing cool shit where she was punching and running and you know like punching them super fast and doing shit. Mm. And and it's like okay, yeah. The druid, his power was to control people's minds. What? What's he gonna? But it doesn't work on on them. Yeah. So what's he like? Is he gonna control people to fight? The deviants, which is going to end up getting them killed, or does it? And they just never used it because at the end he starts to lull, he starts to slow down the celestial before they shut him up. Yeah. So I don't know. They didn't. They they didn't explain a lot of stuff. Sometimes they just left a lot of it. Sometimes just without explaining it. But yeah, and also were they made to destroy the deviants, or were they made as like Prometheus to help the humans? And those are just powers to do cool shit to to spur human ingenuity. Yeah, they're supposed to help humans realize their capabilities in order to like push them to evolve to create the things that then make the celestials be born. But like the deviants existed. So what the big reveal is in this movie is that the Eternals are basically robots. <laughs> they're sentient. Mm-hmm uh you know creations they're not they're not human you know they're not like i mean they are alive right they're life but they're live yeah they they can love and shit which is weird they didn't explain that they're literally robots they're androids they're created by the celestials they're just androids that are sent to planets so the so the celestials will seed a planet so it's not every planet but they'll put a seed in a planet to grow a new celestial so and then they'll send eternals to the planet to watch over the planet and kind of shoo along humans to or i guess whatever being it is to grow so that the celestial can be born and before there were sentient like like when the when the planet is first growing and it's like in the like the shit, how like the in the Bible says, like it'll take seven days to create the earth. Like dinosaurs and shit, that was like day four from yeah, like yeah, that, five. So like, so to get rid of the di- to cleanse the earth of dinosaurs, the celestials like sent deviants to like kill off like dumb shit. So they weren't gonna just send the deviants to kill humans. So 
Then what the deviants are is they're left over. They started to evolve. So they're monsters that, so I guess the celestials aren't all fucking knowing or powerful because evolution got away from them and the deviants evolved to become like the, I don't know, more deviant deviants. Yeah. So the Eternals are just there kind of to shoo along humans and I guess to clean up any deviants left over because they are like a virus now. Yeah, it's weird. I, I didn't understand the relationship between the Deviants and the, the Eternals, but I will say the Deviants looked cooler than I thought they were going to from the trailers. Yeah, like definitely. They, they definitely look more like they exist in the world, like tangibly, visually, than I mm-hmm. thought. They, they Like in the trailers, I'm like, they look like just CG. Like They look like uh, the prequels, you know? Yeah. And it's because they have that one that's evolving the whole time and he's getting more and more uh streamlined down to like a human form. Yeah. Um which was a fun distraction, you know, it's a red herring. The bad guy really is Icarus in this. Um Yeah. It was kind of a bummer because yeah. the, the 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 villain that they made out of the deviants was pretty fucking awesome and they wasted it. I mean and how how pissed is the guy with the gauntlets who was watching Angelina Jolie's character? Because that was he got to play the voice of the villain, so he probably thought, oh, "I'm a fucking Marvel villain. I'm the next um, whatever the guy who gets to play Cable and Thanos is. Like I'm gonna be a movie star Marvel yeah. villain. Yeah, we're just gonna give you like you have about eight lines, and then we're gonna kill you. So that was kind of a bummer. Yeah, he I I liked. Like I said, I liked all the characters in this individually. Like, not all of them got enough. Druig, I think, did not get enough. But I, th- I liked his character. Like, I liked that he stuck to his personality. You know, yeah. And he was like kind of the, the dark, brooding, tormented one. But you know what I mean. Like, he was like the more, yeah. like, muted guy. But and I think Speedster. I think we'll get more of her and him. Um, but I even liked her. The the one thing, is. <laughs> And this, I, this is going to come off as ableist, right? And it, it, I, this is not at all my intention. No, we're fine. We're talking about a comic book movie, but I get what you're saying. So if you do feel that way, just fucking loosen up. Well, so just know that that's not where this is coming from. But if this giant celestial being used it's, it's a machine. God, basically. Yeah, it's God. Created a machine to create the Eternals. One of them is deaf, and it doesn't it doesn't serve a purpose. Like, there's no explanation for it, and that's going to sound shitty too. But right, like, why would that? Why would she not be able to hear? Like, yeah. what would the programming reason be? They're not robots, but they are made and programmed in a way like they wipe their memories and shit. They like wipe their hard drives and and back them up on these weird uh that scene. This weird like. Honeycomb, honeycomb thing, which I hate. Honeycombs. What? Why Bloodborne was so hard for me at a certain point. Anything like that, like a zoomed-in picture of a sunflower in the middle, I creeps yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just didn't make sense. I was like, I don't. Why do they have different powers? Why wouldn't they all have the same powers as Icarus? He's yeah. fucking Superman, like, and he's super strong, can fly and shoot eye lasers. Why would they all have that? Why wouldn't they all have that? Which, in the comics, they all kind of do. They all have the ability to be super strong, super fast, fly, and do all this stuff. They all do. Yeah. They each then have, like, an individual ability, I believe, that's like, separates them. But 
it's the thing with Marvel where it's like, stop making new heroes. <laughs> like, yeah, there, there's no reason that they don't differentiate enough anymore. Like, I feel like Nightcrawler, Cyclops, Wolverine, they're different. But then there's like a billion just I'm very strong. I can't get hurt. I fly, you know, like it's it's just yeah. weird. There's a lot of those guys. There's a yeah. lot of yeah, of uh <laughs> there's a lot of just super dudes, man. Yeah. There's gotta be a name for it. Super dude, I guess. Yeah, there has to be some kind of name for the overall uh set of powers, right? Um yeah. and I I really thought it looked good in this when he when Icarus was flying, though it did still ring fake, right? It yeah, I I did I did think at one point he flies away, and I was like, oh, that's great. Like the his flying sometimes casually starting to fly away looked really great. Yeah, sometimes but it looked kind of sometimes fake. Sometimes it doesn't. It reminded me of like Man of Steel. I think we still haven't hit, we haven't passed the uncanny valley of it because it still isn't a human doing it it's like they have to cg that part and then slap your face yeah. on it's like i watched civil war the other day and there are moments in civil war where they did such a bad job of like rotoscoping robert downey jr and don Cheadle's heads on their iron man suits that they like oh twitch. man yeah i was gonna say i was I, I was flipping through tv the other day television is so bizarre actual television with commercials i see it every now and then sometimes now yeah, it's and, weird, uh, right? It's like a blast from the past. Yeah, did you say Civil War? Yes. Civil War was on TV. Yeah, that's and... how I watched it. <laughs> oh, really? I was watching it at the same time. Oh, it's like um, we were looking at the same night sky. Yeah, I was looking at something else too, though. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, I noticed it, again, because I thought about it. They're weird little floating heads in their suits. Yeah, and they don't it's look just... right. Because their CG bodies won't be moving, but their heads will. Yeah, it's like they try to put. It's like they try to put, like a, like a little, like a little, like, like when people put fake camera shake into games or movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like somebody was like, oh, and also just kind of make the heads move around because like they're not just gonna be idle and standing still. So just kind of like move them around a little. And it's just this weird, odd... No, you know what it is? It's that they're not actually wearing heavy armor. So the original Iron Man movie, I think the original Iron Man movies and some and like Avengers and stuff, Robert Downey Jr. would be wearing some approximation of the armor physically so that it had a tangible presence so that mm -hmm. he would move with it, right? They'd have to animate over some of it, I'm sure. But like the pieces yeah. that were there would... I believe in Civil War... And in some of the scenes and some of the movies after that is when they were just like, fuck it, slap. Like, he'll just wear a black suit with balls all over it and we'll just slap it on there. But the CG yeah. shit doesn't doesn't move. Yeah, like most of the movies, like later on, they're all just wearing spandex. Yeah. With, with, they're just wearing ball suits. And it's so weird because it's just like, dude, just you have all the money in the world. Make him a suit. I'd be mad pissed, bro, if I was a, a movie star and I was playing Iron Man and they're not going to put me in a dope-ass suit. I will wear the suit. Like, Yes. Let me wear a dope suit. And man. if they won't anymore, maybe it's time to kill them off, bro. Like, I No, I know. But you know what I mean. I don't know. It's just... 
that, that I noticed that, and so that's some of the uncanny valley I get. Hear me? Oh, I'm gonna pause. We're back. For okay, reason, we're back. It happens again. More. Well, some for some reason Discord hates Jesse. Um. Or me, I don't know. It could be either of us, whatever. But I can hear him beautifully, as you heard. But, um, okay. yeah, I don't know. There, so there's some really cool imagery in here, like that scene. Uh, any scene of Ashramar or Ariman or whatever his name was, Arishem. <laughs> uh, Arishem was really cool. Like I thought yeah. he looked. I really do love the celestial, uh, the the design. Um, and when he the when what is the new one's name? <laughs> God damn it. Tiamat. Tiamat. Yeah, I was thinking like, damn, bro, that's a dragon. Tiamat's, a, Tiamat's an old, old, that's an old name. That's they like all are. All the names Zachary are like. Sitchin, Sitchin shit, yeah. Um, but that when, when Tiamat was being born out of the earth, and like you said, it looked real. Like, you know, it looked like real stuff was coming out of the earth. And then we see. Tiamat is the personification of the primordial sea from which the gods were first created. Okay. I just looked it up. That's cool. Um, yeah, there's some really good looking. Like, actually, everything looked. Nothing stuck out to me as like bad looking. You know, Marvel always does a pretty good job. But like I said, it's like Civil War is one of my favorite Marvel movies, and there are those moments where Robert Downey, like the the iconic scene where he says "Underoos," that's the part where it looks terrible. Um, yeah. In this, I didn't have those. <laughs> nothing took me out other than Sama Hayek's character's headdress, like her her headpiece. I did not mm-hmm. like. But that's just more of like it's stupid, like it's just a dumb looking thing, you know. It's not really like it looked bad. I just thought it looked dumb. But yeah. um, my only real problems with it were the length and some poorly explained uh, shit. You know, like we didn't get enough explanation of what the deviants are, what what the the purpose of any, you know, like what the the background really is you know like they just show up here seven thousand years ago and whatever and we know that they've done this multiple times over millions of years but like i still don't understand what why arashem created the deviants he says it and it's basically like they're there to kill the dinosaurs yeah that's what it was they're there to clean up that like yeah you're right because then why make the dinosaurs exactly he's making stuff right so it's like i don't know it's just weird yeah and also like aren't you god buddy can't you just i guess i don't know maybe he can't just kill kill everything i don't know um i thought it was good though i mean i did like good well no the other thing we were talking about afterwards is why is sprite a kid (laughs) oh yeah so yeah they're all like randomly designed i mean I could see why, because they're there to, they're there to kind of Prometheus, the humans, and interact with the humans when need be to spur along uh, evolution and shit. So maybe some of them need to be able to interact as children, because sometimes you can learn from a child or just to interact with children. Well, yeah, I mean, you know if I mean? they're if they're, it might be that they're there to blend in some way, right? But like. It just doesn't make much sense because they don't hide that they have powers when they're like helping in the beginning. Why are they hiding now? Uh, because the, because the world has changed. Oh no! Same you know what it is? It's because they killed all the deviants. They yeah, didn't they have all the deviants, to. So they're not yeah. needed to be around. Yeah. Um, that's true. Because once they were fighting, they weren't hiding. Once the deviants were out, they were fighting in the street with. Them. Yeah. Um. 
So yeah. So then there's the sprite thing. I mean, I guess we have to take talk about it for a second. Is that so sprite is like a probably in real life it's probably like what a 14 year old or a 16 year old yeah i don't know something something like that she's like yeah she looks like mid find out teens can you find out uh yeah hold on you keep talking though because i think yeah so like so sprite is like a an eternal so she's seven thousand years old but she looks like she's 13 or so about so she's trapped so that's the struggle of this character so the other characters are all falling main girl falls in love with superman guy. so they fell in love and they were married uh i think they were together for a few thousand years and then he one day disappears and it's a big mystery so he leaves her he abandons her and then after a couple of thousand years being single she starts to fall in love with a human which is game of thrones buddy king of the north or whatever no john snow yeah no she rob stark rob stark the king of the north right no 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 cersei is falling oh sorry Jones. sorry sorry uh so that girl is 16 now but so they filmed this now. two years ago so she was probably 14 13 14 yeah okay but um so so like the the main girl's falling in love she already had fallen in love with king of the north buddy then he leaves her so now she's falling in love with um fucking whatever gray wolf or whatever the fuck his name is from game of thrones wolf guy wolf king snow king john snow um (laughs) sorry but anyways the thing is is the the sprite character she's like young and she's trapped forever she's forever like a 14 year old and she's pissed because she's like i can never love basically she's pissed because she can't fuck because that's really all it is because you can still love and you can still have a life, and you can, you're can thousands of years old. But, I mean, let's be honest about it. If you were stuck in the body of a teenager, of a child, and you wanted to have an adult relationship, it would be very difficult because yeah. the only person you could find to have sex with you or to be intimate with you would be someone who maybe sees through and understands that you're a 7,000-year-old being from, the in, from space to come and be on the planet. But in the end, like, this person is still willing to intimate with a child yeah i feel like you'd just always uh you just always question it right like you'd always be like "Mm." like like do you really like me that's motherfucker likes kids bro (laughs) yeah so she's pissed because she can't find love and she's jealous of cersei because cersei's with superman and she's in love with superman um and she's always been, which comes into the end when Superman defects on the team. And he's like, fuck y'all. I'm, I want to do, she eventually defects with him. Cause she's like, I'm going with him. Cause she loves him and shit, but she obviously comes back. Well, she but, fucking stabs Cersei and shit. Like, and then they just forgive her. Like, damn bitch, you fucking tried to kill me, bro. And, yeah. And you it was, tried to kill everyone. That end part was weird because like Sprite dips out with Superman and then like stabs Cersei in the back. And then, and then like and then Superman kills Selma Hayek. And then like during the big final conflict where the celestial is clawing out of the planet, two of its hands are out and its head is sticking out. It's in the deep ocean. That means like a big chunk of its body is out. That means the earth has been cracked open. Makes no sense. The planet would be destroyed. But um they just like forgive both of them, and like yeah. it's fine. 
Superman kills himself because they had to do Icarus flying into the sun because eh, heh, you yeah. have to. Yeah. It's the, it's the thing. Bro, I didn't even yeah. catch that. That's how dumb I am. Yeah, dude, I was laughing what... at it because I was like, what? Like, he just flies into the sun. No, that's why I said he has to fly into the sun. Like, when he went up, I'm like, it's Icarus, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, Icarus is a myth. Go look it up for yourself, history teacher. Um, But, yeah, they kind of forgive both of them. Like, I don't know. That's the that's the thing that it was kind of like some things didn't get to explain or like that they just gloss over. Like, because like Sprite's pissed because she can't. I don't know, man. It's really just a sex thing. It really has to because you can still love because they allude to a part in the movie where Sprite says to Camille Nanjiani, um, what the fuck was his name? Uh, it was, it was, there was like a Phasmo, no, Phasmos was the no, it was with a K, like K- Kadarf or something like that. Yeah, uh, she says to him, like, you left me in uh, whatever, some some fucking civilization, like you know, you left me in Mesopotamia or some shit. It was like some, like, it wasn't. It wasn't Babylon. It wasn't so, like you left me in Jerusalem or some shit. You left yeah, me a couple yeah, hundred years. And um, he's like, well, like, it was getting a little weird. Basically, they they kind of allude without saying, I think they're alluding to they started to have like a romance because Superman is with main girl and mind read guy is with speedster girl. And all that leaves is child girl. An engineer dude, an engineer dude is gay. So he eventually finds a human that he falls in love with. But that leaves Sprite um, by herself and Camille Nanjiani. So they apparently, it seems like they had a little thing. And then she's like, you left me. And he, I think kind of, they don't really say it, but I think his reaction kind of alludes to, hey man, it was getting a little weird. I don't want people to see because they're going to see me in a relationship with a child. Um, well, I thought either like it could have been that, but my, my real thought is more, I don't want people think like, well, what I, what I read it as in the movie was, uh, yeah, you don't age weirdo. Like I was sick of moving around because there's a, 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 a what is it? Persistent, uh, whatever 12 year old kid that never ages, you know? Yeah. But also the word, uh, also, you know, it could look creepy, right? Like, even if they're not, and I think the implication is they didn't, they weren't fucking because she's saying like, I'll never get to, I've never had that and I'll never get to have that, you know? Yeah. But I think he was saying like, people might think we are because I'm just fucking hanging out with a kid every day, you know? That's definitely not mine. Yeah. Um, Maybe. So yeah, so she's pissed and she's in love with Superman and it's very known she's in love with him, wants to be with him and she's jealous of Cersei for being with him. So like, so then I brought up this thing in my head where I'm like, man, I get it. You know, it's writing. It's so funny how like we can't do certain things in art and film and TV and comedy and games and shit anymore because it's too fucking going to piss somebody off or taboo or whatever. But we can do other things. So it's really strange. You know, I mean, it really pisses me off. I won't get into specifics about things that I like that don't get to be done anymore, things that we can and can't do. But this thing kind of like really weirds me out because it's like I'm all for 
complete freedom of expression of all forms of art. I don't care what it is. I'm a, I think we talked about it last time when I was talking about Adam Darsky, a.k.a. Nergal from Behemoth, fighting the Polish government over censorship. Also, fuck the Polish government because they fucked up. Um, and, um, like, I'm all for all, all representations of kinds of stuff, and I don't care. Like, I'm okay with anything. If you don't like some kind of art or some kind of thing, don't look at it. You know what I mean? So I'm okay with the concept of this child, this, per, this, damn, it's not persistent. Though. You, you got, I, perpetual, I perpetual. That's perpetual. The there yes. you go. This perpetual child um, wanting to be able to have adult intimacy stuff. But the weird thing is, is when like you cast a human child to play this role where she is sexually pining for this man. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and you're putting this first off, you're already putting this human child in the atmosphere of attention, stardom, fame, and money and shit. And we all saw what that did to like Drew Barrymore and shit. Everybody knew Drew Barrymore was out like smoking cigarettes, getting drunk and fingered when she was 12 at like Hollywood parties because it was the fucking 80s and shit. And that's not a that's not a good thing, even though some people are like, wow, what a crazy rock star life you live. Okay, but that's like here nor there, man, that's not something that dude, children are innocent and we need to protect them. Even when they're shitty teenagers and they can fucking go to hell, they're still, I don't know if they're innocent. Children are innocent. But like, you know, minors you still got to protect. They're still a kid. That's still a fucking 14 year old fucking girl putting her in this weird position. I don't care how mature Millie, Bobby, James Earl Jones fucking. Brown is that's still a kid in Stranger Things. Stop making her do these weird things on these fucking TV shows. You know what I mean? Where they're like, it's 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 kind of odd. And like you can blame the parents because the parents have to allow them. And it's not as bad as cuties on like Netflix with that whole thing. Like that's a terrible, terrible thing. But there's certain types of people who say no, yes, it's expression. No, wrong. You're, you're terrible pedophilic people. This is terrible. Like you're zooming in on children and sexualizing them. So it's just weird. Like there are people who look very young and there are conditions where, you know, going back to the deaf Android thing or the deaf robot thing, I understand the representation. I'm sure there was somebody out there who goes to movies and reads the subtitles and watches the, um, the ASL or the, uh, BSL sign language and who was hella fucking stoked at the signing of the Android fucking cool. I'm down thinking of it like a nerd and a comic person. Like, all right, celestials are kind of weird. Makes no sense, but fuck it. It's a movie. Um, okay. Well give somebody who has a certain condition where they look like fucking they're super young, a chance to play in a movie. You don't have to get a child and put themselves in this role because that fucking kid Somebody's directing that kid and be like, hey, so you know Steve, the this grown-ass man? You're in love with him, and yeah. you want to be with him. That girl is still fucking 14 years old and has to go home. And, oh, but come on, what were you doing when you were f Yeah, I was doing a lot of weird shit, and I did already know about sex and porn and fucking whatever. But I wasn't being put in a weird situation with a grown adult woman who, you know what I mean? So I just find it weird that... Like, I'm not going to, like, pick it. I'm not coming out with a pitchfork or anything about it. 
but I just find it strange how we will let weird shit slide like that. You know what I mean? But like yeah. other things, it's it's weird what it's selectively chosen and, you know, and what gets like attacked, you know what I mean? Um, so it's kind of weird. I just, found, I just found that weird. Like, man, that's a fucking kid. And you know what? I will be sexist about it. And it's a young girl who's, like you said, if she's 16 now, probably filmed this movie when she was 14, which is possibly around the age where they start, you know, dealing with like uh, puberty and shit. Hey, man. Hey, hey, it's a kid. Leave them alone. Don't tell her to get horny over hot guy because like, I mean, when we're teenagers, yeah, we're looking at adult women and getting horny over. Yeah, but don't incur, like, I don't know. It's weird. You, you might be normalizing it. And who knows if that weird actor guy, now I'm speculating weird shit. I don't know who that guy is. What if he's a creepazoid and he's like, hey, you want to really rehearse your passion for me? Like, you never know. What kind of shit? I just find it fucking weird. Sprite shit's weird. Just go find somebody who looks like a kid. Or, you know what I mean? Isn't the fucking chick in Game of Thrones who looks like a kid in her 20s? Yeah, yeah. Get that bitch so to play the You already got everyone sprite. else from Game of Thrones. Um, you the know what other part? I said you already got everyone else from Game of Thrones. Maisie no. Williams is her name. Uh, you Maisie know what other part made me laugh? And you might have heard me laughing. When Cersei just runs to the volcano, but it's fucking 300 miles away. Like... <laughs> And they just cut back, and she's still running, and the volcano is super far away. And I'm like, yeah, bro, you don't have a power for travel. What did you think? Like, get the speed girl to run you, dude. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I laughed so hard. That's what I was like, because that's right when um, Sprite, you know, does the moment there where she makes stabs her and makes her see a million volcanoes. But I was like, yeah, bro, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> this fucking Icarus is like, where is she? And goes to fly. And I'm like, yeah, you're definitely going to find her before she can get there. <laughs> she has a five-year run to do that. Like, it was literally like yeah. trying to run 40 miles. Easily, yeah, yeah, that's true. And and being fair, easily 10 miles away. Like, yeah. It's a fucking volcano you see from another island. <laughs> Whatever, but. Yeah, man. But yeah, at this time, this they do some shit where they try to, they try to, um, they basically say that they could put all their powers to, they could all wear a bracelet, put their powers together to to superpower one of them. So first they go, let's give all of our power to mind control guy, and he can tell the celestial to sleep. And maybe we can wait until we teach humans how to uh, terraform another planet. And then once we can clear the planet, then then we'll let the celestial be born. That doesn't work. So they go, okay, let's give it to Cersei. And then she's going to turn the celestial into something. She's going to petrify it. Uh, because earlier in the movie, she was able to petrify a deviant while she was surrounded by water. And they're like, wow, how'd you do that? And she's like, I don't know. So then at the end of the movie, they're like, hey, can you do it again? And she's like, hi. And obviously, that's how they do it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they try to kind of like put all their powers together. And the emergence is happening. The celestial is being born. This is my biggest problem is the celestial is seated inside the planet and then has to 
break out of the planet. They show this happen. They show the emergence of Erishim. And what happens is, is the celestial, imagine the celestials literally like curled up inside the planet and like just comes out of the planet and like the planet breaks. It's like, it's like, it'd be like a dog the size of like, I don't know, let's say like, like a pretty big dog. Like, let's just say, no, you know what? Let's say a small monkey coming out of something, the shape of like an egg. Like it comes mm-hmm. out of the egg, but eventually it's as big as like a, what a monkey would be like. It's, it like grows as it comes out. It's bigger than the planet. Those things are, or no, you know what? It's about the size of the planet. Let's say it's like an egg thing, but it literally breaks out of the planet. So it has to break the crust of the planet and break out like an eggshell. So this thing, the celestial Tiamat has two arms you got to figure part of his torso and its head because it's coming out of the ocean. The ocean is very deep. Yeah. Then again, this is, yeah. So this thing is sticking out of the ocean. That means that the earth is cracked open. It's over. The earth is destroyed. What are you talking about? It's done. The, the, the tidal waves that would happen, the earthquakes. I I don't get it. It's fine though. It's a movie. They need to do it. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. But, um, it was a cool visual. It's heads like coming out. It's like Godzilla roaring, kind of, just kind of weird. And um, its hands are coming out. And she's able to do it. She's able to freeze it. She turns it into like marble or something. And I'm not going to lie, it does look pretty cool. I couldn't tell if it was marble or an iceberg. I think it was marble or like stone. Yeah. And um, even though earlier in the movie, I thought it was going to be wood because she's like, well, I can turn this into wood or I can turn that into wood or I can turn that into wood. Or was it I can turn wood into this or wood into that? Yeah, it was like, I can turn this into wood and then wood into this and then I could turn this into something. Yeah. Okay. Um, And it it's a cool visual because now I see that that celestial thing, as soon as its fingers started coming out of the ocean, I'm like, oh, that's a set piece for the next movie. Yeah. So that's going to be like a set piece. It's going to be, and it's cool, I guess. It's a new little thing they've. Though, now there's like a missing section of the center of the earth, right? Of like the molten. I I, I don't. I was like. That's what I'm saying is that the thing was growing in the planet since the planet's inception, pretty much, or at least for a few thousand years. Um, Because the earth is only 2,000 years old. And, um, (laughs) uh, at least one of our listeners probably. Um, yeah, that's what that's what's kind of bothering. Me, is this thing is enormous, and it broke the crust. It broke the earth, dude. And they're just like, I don't know. They're just like acting like it's okay, but it's fine, I guess. It makes for a cool visual. That's what I guess. What I was kind of letting it was. I was like, oh, it makes for a cool visual, I guess. Yeah, it definitely made for a cool visual and a future set piece, which I agree. There's like half of a head that I don't know if it's clearly a head anymore. You know, like if you saw it, you'd be like, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't know. Again, it brought me to like, man, it, you know what it made me think is like, I miss Cap and Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. I thought I would love to see them dealing with these existential threats. Like, 
truly existential. Like your existence is threatened now. You know what I mean? In a way that sure Thanos was a threat. This shit is beyond that. You know, like yeah. Do you just retire? Do you just go like, okay, well, I'm just a guy who's like can run a lot longer and can like fight for an hour or whatever. <laughs> like I just have stamina and a little bit of strength. And I'm a guy in a yeah. robot suit. That shit's out of my league. So Yeah, I believe Thanos is half deviant, half celestial. No. He's from a No, no, no. He's he's a No, he's a No, no. Thanos is half eternal, half deviant. Really? Because that guy yeah. does say he's Thanos' half brother at the in the post credit scene. Oh, that oh, that's true. Which you know who that is? That that's, uh, that singer, yeah, Harry Styles. Harry Styles from One who Direction. Who the fuck is he, dude? Like, who is this singer? Why is he so he's famous? He's from One Direction. Oh, that whack ass they group. Were kids. They were ten years ago, but now he's old. But it's also oh. like, why? Why yeah, stop the... putting cele- celebrities in. I mean, not stop putting celebrities in movies, but come on, dog! Like it looks like they gave him a pretty big role in a movie. Like, you know what? I get Gaga. Okay. Yeah, and she's Gaga proven looks herself. Like she can act. She's proven herself to be a decent actress, right? Like she's yeah. she's done it. You are right. I just looked up the wiki, and Thanos is an eternal deviant hybrid. Yeah. Which I guess it's crazy. Is, yeah, that's weird. Interesting. That's cool though, and it's the that makes it way more logical. Oh that man! The next and step. He, What's that? It makes it also fucking super cool. That's why he's obsessed and in love with death. Uh, you know, that's his whole thing yeah, that the yeah, movie yeah. just didn't talk about. Thanos' whole shit is that he's in love with literally the Grim Reaper, death, and he literally wants to kill the universe as an offering because he's in love with death. But the fucking movies have to make this shit about balance. It's not about balance. It's about getting that sweet skeleton pussy. (laughs) And they did not (laughs) let it happen. We're trying to clickly clack them bones, but trying to clap, clap them bones, bro. I'm trying to clap them femurs Um, on my peeners on my peeners. All right, let's wrap this up. We could just go on forever. I think, um, yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. There's two post, there's a mid and a post credit scene. We find out that Jon Snow is Black Knight, um, and you see a hint of like his sword, which I went into a deep dive on as well. It's a cursed sword that eventually kills him, um, but I think he comes back. Like you know, whatever. He's a he's an Avenger eventually too, though. Black Knight, yeah, is an Avenger. He's a uh, I forget what they call his membership, like a trial membership for a long time, and then he uh, helps them defeat um, somebody, and they make him a full member. And yeah, so that's cool. Like, I like that. This is what I was saying after Endgame when we had our podcast about it. Is I'm kind of excited for where it goes, but I will miss the past, right? Like, I don't know that they'll ever capture that same feeling they had in those first sets of team up movies. You know, it's it's just so it was Never. so special, right? Yeah, it was just too perfect, man, with Loki and Thor and Steve Rogers. And, man, that first Avengers movie still is just Yeah, I watched that recently. So still good. great. It has some Whedon stuff in it that, um, you know, I'm a fan of Joss Whedon, having just rewatched all of Buffy. Like, the, he has a very, he's like a Kevin Smith, a very specific style of writing, you know? 
And so it can get a little heavy on the Whedonisms, and that's, you know, where you get yeah. everybody quipping. Um, but man, it's a great movie. And yeah, first Age of Ultron, is very good. not that bad either. And it sets up some cool shit that does reverberate out. Which one? Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've talked about it. You've definitely voiced that you like it more. Probably not. Um, um, it's so good stuff. I will say it's funny that Wanda lost her accent completely. <laughs> it slowly <laughs> yeah. went away over time. In Civil War, she has it. And then in WandaVision, it's like, bye-bye. And in, yeah. I think in Infinity War, it went bye-bye. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. I just I am sad you know, that the, the past is, is the past. And I do hope we get to keep Tom Holland. I think he's not been utilized well enough as a Spider-Man. Like, the Spider-Man part of his movies aren't the best because you just don't get to see the Spider-Man-y shit. You know, like, he's not swinging through the city very often because the first one, he's in D.C., and in the second one, he's in Europe, and it's, like, not... I want to see Spider-Man in New York City. Yeah, you know, dude, like, like the Tobey Maguire yes. movies, bro. I want to hear, and they're watching us. As we are yeah, I, I haven't seen <laughs> I haven't seen um the Tom Holland Spider-Mans yet. And they I don't know. And I've watched them again and they're good. They're really good. I really they enjoyed what? they're good. They've been on TV lately. USA's the Tom been playing Holland? Them. Yeah, US USA's been playing both of them back to back. Um holy shit. USA, that's not even crazy cable. Yeah, I know. Um, they're good. They're the. the Where like are I they said, streamable? I want to actually. They're not watch streamable. Them. That's the problem. Oh, I have to buy them. Then. Yeah. Um, I would recommend you oh, watch. No, them. Wait. what about? I know I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry, man. What about Prime's got to have them for rent? Probably. That's I would, what I meant I by assume. streamable. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, the I think Tom Holland's my favorite Peter Parker because he's young. Like the other two looked mm -hmm. thirty. Both like. Toby Maguire for sure. When he first, like Spider Man One, my oh, dog yeah. looks like he has three kids. <laughs> he's, he's on his second marriage. Uncle Ben, yeah, <laughs> he was pretty. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Homie was in his thirties. Pizza time. Like, I'm seventeen. <laughs> um, and Andrew Garfield, I actually I enjoyed uh, Amazing Spider Man One. I didn't love it, right? Like, I, but I thought. He was good, and his Spider-Man was good. He's very yeah, quippy. I, didn't hate it. I thought it was alright. Very quippy, you know. And his, I didn't love the kind of gold-tinted lenses on his uh, costume. But Sp Amazing Spider-Man Two has my favorite Spider-Man costume, in fact. Um, but you know that movie sucked. And but I thought Andrew yeah. Garfield was fine. He played more of like angsty teen Parker, well, but he yeah. still did look I a was, little older. I was watching a, a breakdown once. And my girlfriend was like, "What's so negative?" I'm like, "Because sometimes you have to pick shit apart to be able to notice if it's any good." Yeah. Um, and this dude was picking apart the Garfield movies, and they're terrible. It's almost red letter media style, and the mm -hmm. fact that um, I gotta send it to you because you gotta see. Oh, I would love to watch that. Too. The the origin of how they gave Garfield Spider Man his origin. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Is is really bad. He's out for revenge to kill someone the whole time. Yeah. Like yeah. none of it is his responsibility, whatever. He is literally out there hunting bad guys, beating the shit out of people, looking for the right guy to kill him. 
and it's like, and uh, the and obviously the guy, and also the fact that they made it this whole subplot about his parents. His parents were important, and his father. No, fuck nuts. Like Peter Parker's parents were never important, and that's not like a diss. It's not a thing. It's like, it's like, um, well, I was gonna say it's like. Ray with with the whole like your parents don't matter shit, but I never saw the the I never saw the ninth one of Star Wars, so I still don't really know if she actually is Palpatine, but I think she is related to Palpatine. But um, like uh, yeah, the the, the Garfield one, it's like I enjoyed the Garfield Spider Man. I thought it was cool. I didn't hate it. Um, I mean it's whatever. It's a lizard movie, cool. And then the second one, I've tried to watch that second one a few times, and I cannot get through it. Um, yeah, even though it's got tough. really cool visuals, the fight when he first fights and people are watching, it's got really great visuals. But it that movie sucks. Yeah, it, it does. just sucks, dude. It just sucks. But um, I want to like the Holland ones. I want to try the definitely. I I really I just rewatched um Homecoming and I really enjoyed it. And and I didn't not enjoy it when I saw it. It just felt like oh man, I wish Marvel would have done it. You know, like I wish it could have been fully in the mcu and it is steeped in the mcu like it is the the vulture's whole arc is about that he worked for stark industries and shit and he's selling kree technology or no chitari technology from the battle of new york from avengers like him and uh, his team which includes like electro and there's hints to other villains there they go to like battles that the avengers have and they scavenge and they like sell that technology right that's cool so yeah and then the second film mysterio is another group of people like his group is another group of people that were fucked over by tony stark they're all like yeah so it is it is there it's just i wish they were slightly bigger but the second one definitely has a lot of uh of nods too and I, I really enjoyed it jake gyllenhaal was great in it and mysterio was cool like it it's not the best version of mysterio's powers but it makes sense because how do you make mysterio make sense you know like i'm a movie makeup guy watch this you know like yeah. oh i tricked you but in this it's it involves like drones with cloaking tech that are doing things to make explosions happen that and make things happen that are tricking the world and thinking he's saving it in a way you know like he's he's killing these like monsters that are big projections that are blowing shit up and doing shit so whatever um that's cool definitely yeah. watch them yeah i haven't the, the good thing about now i don't know shit about the tom holland movies is i don't even really know what they look like the, i don't know what vulture looks like in action i don't know what mysterio looks like in action I have no idea. Mysterio looks like fucking Mysterio. He looks great. So get ready. Sick. Vulture's a little different, but Vulture's so stupid looking. In the I know Vulture looks a little bit like a like a Air Force, a guy in an Air Force suit. Yeah, he's in a flight suit, which makes sense because like yeah, in the comics he's a fucking old guy with feathery wings. Like it's like nah, <laughs> yeah, bro. dude, nah, dog. I don't yes. want to see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, Eternals was fun. I I definitely was, was cool. pl- pleasantly surprised. Um, it was cool. It was nice and kind of low key. It wasn't all silly, candy. And people uh, need to stop taking Rotten Tomatoes scores as a score for the movie. They do not reflect an actual score. It is an aggregation of positive versus negative. That's it. It's saying that 
60% or whatever of the uh of the reviews are positive not 60% of reviews gave it an 80% so this is the number no 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 it's just saying they just say is it positive or negative and then they give you the percentage damn of the 60s that's not a very good one that's barely no, it's halfway 58 percent or something like that but it's very that's divisive critic, yeah that's critic reviews and a lot of times with movies like this they're they're inverted like critics will be bad but there'll be a higher rating for um it's always audience. that dude yeah it's always that dude it's crazy how like I think like uh, the new Dave Chappelle thing, uh, the critic score, 0%. Watcher score, 92. Yeah. Uh, Nanette, critic score, 100%. Viewer score, 3%. So yeah. it's like, it's very strange how, uh, <laughs> how the, I don't, I don't pay attention to, or even look for those. Because it's always so strange. I will um, take them as a guide for like, okay, if a bunch of the critics are are not in loving it, I can assume like, okay, I may not love it, right? But like, I don't think of it as it's a 30% score. It could be a bunch of 50s, you know, which aren't great, but are like not the worst, right? So it's just like a yeah. passable movie, but whatever. Um yeah, but go see it if you like superhero shit. It was fun. Yeah, if you're into the Marvel movies, it's not bad. Do not doom and gloom. And I don't think it's Marvel's worst film. Like I don't. Think, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's like a sign that Marvel's going down the drain or anything. You know. I think it was different for a Marvel movie. It didn't feel like a Marvel. And like, because I know I did also read. I saw Seth uh, said similar. Like I saw online people saying, "Oh, it feels like a DC movie." No, I think it kind of feels like a DC movie in the sense of like Watchmen because it's a bunch of people we don't know because Marvel movies are so um, recognizable. So if you like superhero shit and you don't want to go watch your favorites, you just want random. That's what's good about this movie is it just feels like a bootleg superhero movie because you nobody really matters. They don't really have identities. They're all just wearing somewhat similar costumes like they're just a team of androids that they're just a robot team with random powers that fights animal monsters and the animal monsters the deviants were cool they're all based on human animals and then they start to kind of evolve um i, I really think that like the dc thing comes from that i really do think the dc thing comes from the fact that there's no big name actors in it everyone's kind of boring not gonna lie it, some parts are i think that the fact that some of it's kind of boring is a positive to me because it doesn't have that forced marvel candy coating and it feels yeah you're frozen um i really liked there's these wolf deviants later when we're finding out about their evolution and all that stuff i really like those some of the designs are really cool but i'm gonna take a pause real quick while i fix his uh while we fix his discord and we'll be right back to talk about elden ring what we've seen and then we'll wrap it up for the night or for the week yeah we're back we did okay it. we're back yeah whatever we were having some technical difficulties but whatever what i was saying was it's it doesn't feel like a super candy coated marvel film 
but it was pretty cool. So it's different, refreshing Marvel film without being the same shit you've seen a million times. I thought it was worth a watch. And it was nice to go to the movie theaters. I haven't been to a theater in like two years. I think the last movie I saw was The Predator. The Predator. I don't think I saw that. The Predator was the one with Olivia Munn. Yeah, she she does not make good movies. No, she doesn't. (laughs) She does not make good life choices with her films. Um, (laughs) That movie is so stupid, bro. It's so dumb. They chose for some reason to have a character, which is fine. I'm not being ableist. But they had to. They they chose to have a character have like Tourette's in it. So like, when she's around, he just literally says things like "Eat your pussy, eat your pussy," and like, (laughs) (laughs) it's so stupid because it's just like somebody just wrote that thinking they were funny, and they just have this guy who has like Tourette's, and then when she's around, he just like says "Eat your pussy, eat your pussy" a bunch. It's fine. Funny. Um. That movie right. was pretty bad, and I, I like Predator. Yeah, I didn't want to see it. I knew it was going to suck. Um, oh, you still got to see it, but it's bad. <laughs> nah. So, so there's Elden Ring videos out now of people's play sessions of the new network test build. Vadi, yes. our our favorite guy with the most sultry voice. Uh, and that's sexy face. Sexy motherfucker. Goddamn. Um, he put up his video. It's like 15 or 20 minutes? No, it's 29 minutes. Oh, okay. It's almost 30 minutes. It's great. It is great. It shows a lot. They're only releasing like the first area of the game that lead up up until the first major, they call it a legacy dungeon. dungeon That is a content block, right? It's like you have to beat this dungeon to get to the next area. So that's pretty cool. And it's a huge area. Dude, first of all, he gets to a jail spelled G-A-O-L, which is fucking... Bloodborne, baby. Yeah, and he fights a very bloodborne looking man beast as bosses. well. That boss yeah, in dude. the in the gale or the jail or whatever. That guy does a lot of uh, Artorius moves. I don't know if you noticed. Oh yeah, the one he's swinging around and shit. Yeah, this is yeah. a. There's a lot of Dark Souls in here. Yeah, like all of it. But like, I saw a end, thing like. I saw a thing that somebody put up on Reddit that was Captain Planet, but it was all of the From games and all of what their influence is in uh, Elden Ring. And so there is, there's a lot of influence from all of them. So yeah. I think it's 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 good, but... I'm still down because I love From games, but like, like there's this guy at my job. I really don't like this guy, but it's <laughs> fine. And um, he's just one of these know-it-all guys. You know these guys yeah, who always yeah, yeah. have to like know it all and shit and like uh, I guess he likes games as well and stuff and like he, he was like oh what do you think about the Elden Ring shit and I was all those guys like yeah I just think it's uh, too many reusing of animations like, yeah yeah I don't care I'm excited for the game I know they're gonna reuse shit well if and you to look tell you at, the truth if, I don't need a new animation for no. Drinking Estes. And if you look at all the Souls games, they share animations across all of them. Even Bloodborne has animations from Dark Souls in it. You know what I mean? There's there's always shared stuff. And I think it's more like love lettery in this. I yes. just noticed, I was like, oh, my fears are kind of assuaged. It's everything I love about Dark Souls. Yeah. All but the bosses really is- looked hard, but also like not as crazy as what I feel like Dark Souls 3 is. 
Yeah. Yeah, it does seem like that um, a little bit, like the difficulty is going to – okay, the game's not going to look as good as Dark Souls 3. And uh, I think it looks better, honestly. You do? Um, I think the I like the world better. I'm so excited to be in a a full open world. Like, oh, yeah, I, it's, especially being able to move that fast. Yeah, Dark Souls, you're slow as fuck. They have new, like, did you see the shrine, the stakes of Makari, where there are these, no, like... Marika. Marika, sorry, these... Or he says Marika. Marika, yeah, where they're, like, these um, sub-spawns. They're, like, in between They're, like, little... Save, yeah, they're, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah sub-spawns. Yeah. For hard areas. And I like that they recognized where the areas that are going to be the most difficult are, and they give you options, like... You can only use spirits in hard areas. So areas with a ton of enemies in them, whatever, you can that's when you can summon your spirits to to yeah. give you a little bit of a help. And even some bosses you can. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So you can't just spam them all the time. They are definitely going to nerf the fuck out of abilities and spells Bro, and shit. The fucking really sword strong. spell that he gets where he summons like homing crystal soul mass or whatever. Yeah. Those things do a third of that boss's health. Yeah, especially if you're up close to them and and that and the fact that everything has posture now. Yeah, dude, the posture And you can really posture cool. break shit. Um and I like that they gave I noticed like like you said there's a blood like a bleed buildup that, that even if you're blocking you you get if you're blocking basically. It's not even Yeah. I I don't think you get it outside of blocking, but that might be your posture, you know what I mean? It might be yeah. their counter to posture, and and it's yours. You know, <clears throat> I like that because oh, no bleed goes through your shield. No, no, I know. I just don't know if you get it without a shield up. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I think um, it just looks great. Like every boss we saw, he has like four bosses or three or four bosses. I think it was four bosses and like a and then mini a boss. Main boss. Yeah, there's like. Then you see the Gyobu Horseman. That part was really yeah. cool. And you can get him to destroy the church so that you can jump up and get an item. It's fucking... Yeah. It just looks great. All of the voice acting seemed really cool. There's so many NPCs even in this little space. But he did say they're going to shift things around. He could tell that Definitely. the enemies are dropping different things than they normally would because they don't want to give lore spoilers away yet. You know? Yeah. And I think it, 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 what's going to be awesome, I'm hoping, is that this game is going to be... Is going to last a long time because, dude, Souls. We still play Souls in a lot, and, and to tell you the truth, man, we don't even play Souls the way real Souls maniacs play them, where these people like I put a fucking stream on the other day where this guy was doing a Dark Souls one run of only dung pies. Oh, that was little Aggie, dude. That's uh, my yeah. Sekido buddy, dude. That guy. Is a Sekido speedrunner, and yeah, he was doing only Dung Pie Run. God, it took him like thirty minutes to kill this Asylum Demon, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, like this game's gonna be really cool, like to like start and like oh, I'm gonna play this way this time, or I'm gonna go this way this time, and that's gonna be real cool. The only thing is, is like, so I'm I'm pretty uh like used to and versed in like like open world games like a lot of ubisoft shit and like these open world like gta like these these i can see the open world dna in elden ring and i i can almost already feel it it's not going to feel as heavy as dark souls does no um 
Because and also it's going to bring a bit of graphical like lack of density. Like if you see even that big ass boss in the in the legacy dungeon, mm-hmm. to me I could it it looks like a paper cutout covered in a in like a in a like wrapped in a texture, but the Dark Souls enemies look like they're heavy. Yeah, um, there's definitely some of that, but I will say this game is going to be made for you in a way because you can farm so much shit and craft so much. Oh yeah, shit. like you're gonna I'm be gonna love this game flush with shit, and I'm gonna sit and just run around farming enemies. Like the, the yeah. jousting looks so cool. The fucking you know the mounted combat in general looks really cool and gives you another flair, another flavor to get through things and fight things in a different way. You can target mounted enemies horses their mounts themselves to take them out to give you an advantage like there's so yeah, much man. shit in here man and there was just so much cool shit i, I i'm really excited for it but i know what yeah. you're saying like it's gonna be different it, it is it's gonna have a little yeah it's gonna well he even said though it's not as big as most open world games it's huge but it's not as big and they've they've packed every area with stuff it's yeah, not well, just if you big. Notice, there's a lot of dungeons. Yes, it's not just big for the sake of bigness, which a lot of open world games do. Like Tons of them are, where you're yeah. just like, there's 400 kilometers, and it's like, yeah, yeah, and all you do is run across 90 percent of it. There's not even an enemy yeah, dude, in most of it. Uh, Assassin's Creed's really bad with that. Um, there's so much space in Assassin's Creed, like dog, especially Origins, which is the best one. It's just desert. Yeah. And in it's literally you're running for minutes at a time and it's just desert. Yeah. And there's nothing. The cool thing is the game has like a hallucination and um hallucination feature and also has like oasis feature like like systems. So it's really cool. Like when you're riding through the desert and it's been like two or three minutes and you're just like, God damn it, your character will start tripping. Like he'll start oh. seeing shit. And you're like, oh fuck, there's a thing over there, and you get close, and it's not there. Or you'll oh, see like mirages. a person will. Yeah, there's mirages, and there's just hallucinations. Assassin's Creed Origin is fucking the best one still, of the um of the new ones. But um, but yeah, it looks like this one's gonna be big for them, but not for like big sake. I think that's just the way they design as well. I don't, I can't see them just putting a unnecessary forest with just like goblins in it. But they might do that. But it does also look like there's a lot of a lot of dungeons and you go in the dungeon and then at the end of the dungeon, you can just hit a fucking teleporter to take you back to the door. So you don't have to unnecessarily run back through the dungeon that you just cleared everything unless you want to, if you want to, you can. So that's pretty neat. Oh shit. Uh, No, no, no. Sorry. I just read an eternals thing. The ending, sorry, the post credit scene with dark Knight. It's fucking Blade that talks to him. It's been confirmed. That's Mahershala Ali. Oh, that Ali. is what I heard it was. Yeah. Very interesting. Very I'm exci- cool. I am excited for Mahershala Ali's um, Blade. Because I think he's a great actor. Um, and he's badass looking, you know? He's he's going to be... He's going to cut the right silhouette, I think. Nice. So, yeah. Anyways, let's get out of here. It's late. We love you guys. Yeah. Elden Ring is we life. We do. Right now, they... Delayed it, and then we're like, oh, also, get extra hype for the extra long time now. 
<laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I'm stoked for it. Y'all know where to catch us. Twitch.tv slash nerds. The podcast. Uh, Instagram nerd podcast. Catch me, Jester954, everywhere. And uh, sit tight for shirts, guys, because we're going to get them rolling eventually. Um, yeah, we've got I have. Some cool stuff's in the works, and we'll let you know when we start getting those things in the works. I do have an updated logo from Seth. Um, he actually had a buddy of his redo our the words to color them yeah, the all, word nerd. all yeah, one nerds. color. Uh, you know, all the darkest so that it, because you have that shirt, you can see it fades a little bit at the top because yeah. it's so close in color. Um, and it's a gradient in a picture. It's fine. But when you print it, it doesn't look great. I just need to crop the Game Boy logo again uh, and blow it up a little bit. And then I'll redo the shirts. Um, the yeah. the store is up on our on our Twitch. You can see it. Like you can still buy shirts. We're just gonna, yeah. If you want, I would just we them. would prefer you get a doper shirt. Yeah, we have some new shit coming. There, get ready. Yeah, we got some we got some cool ideas coming. So um, it's gonna be crop top city, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But all right, guys, take care of yourselves. We love you. We. I mentioned it last time, but just in case you skipped the Elden Ring only episode, we hit 50,000 plays for nerds, and I'm very excited about that. So we want to thank you all, and Hell we yeah. appreciate every single one of you except for Wasteland Batman, who got a code to Elden Ring, <laughs> and I hate him. <laughs> Take care of yourselves, guys. Bye. Vengeance.